Welcome back to Mechanical Freak, the show on the bleeding edge of neoliberal dystopia today. And today, I am Munya, and this is Brian. We are back from Seattle and New York to neoliberal dystopia hell. And we're here with <laughs> Day Shook Kim, a friend of the show, amazing guy. Someone who, you know, keeps our timeline alive, keeps our hearts alive with content, famed content creator, uh, famous with <laughs> even my sister's generation. They'd be recognizing Day on the street. You think you and your sister are different generations, <laughs> just <laughs> both young children. <laughs> they, 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 keep they the know fame alive, is. baby. Keep, keep the fame alive. <laughs> Day's a celebrity in the way that we'll never be because they know Day's face. You get best know him from the cut. You know him from uh, his writing, from the Seattle Emerald, from activist class. From getting kicked out by the Mariners. From getting yep. kicked out yep. by the Mariners. Very you know, that's famously. been like um, uh, an underrated. There's a lot of. Um, recognizing going on from that Mariners incident. <laughs> One time I, these, these, well, these teens were lime scootering past me in downtown and they like yelled out. They're like, Hey, fuck the Mariners. <laughs> and I was like, oh. well, Damn, you, I'm that guy. Yeah. You know, Dave, let me, let me ask you a question. Have the Mariners won any world series since they kicked you out? Nope. Damn! Mm. Results speak for themselves. Results mm. speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. I, I I will say that uh, they did some they did some good things after that. We did some negotiating. <laughs> yeah, they they first wanted to offer me like one one game in the box, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> twelve. <laughs> <laughs> they, they basically did a, a make a wish foundation for exactly. you. Exactly. You know? yeah, 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 like, good shit, try. It's all the, like in the batter's box. <laughs> <laughs> But then the final <laughs> offer was so funny. And, you know, the the big one and what mattered was um, uh, I forgot what middle school they're a part of, but it was actually different middle schools in the South End. Um, one of the coaches is Jesse Hogopian, which is a yeah, known yeah. Yeah, Seattle activist, teacher, public educator. And uh, I think his son was part of it. They all got to go meet the Mariners. They took batting practice on the field. It was dope. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, shout out yeah. Jesse. They offered me and a friend to also do batting practice. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I actually, I actually haven't used that yet. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's one though that particularly you know as you get older, it's like this is just to humiliate me, right? Like that's why they right, want me exactly. to come out here. <laughs> I actually regret not doing it right away. Like two years ago, I was a lot less sore <laughs> than I am today. Today, oh my god, I I recently finished a softball season. And it hurt to swing the bat. Yeah. I'm like in oh, that wow. era. Wow. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What a wonderful age. Or when you like throw the softball around for a while and then you're like, wow, both my elbow and my shoulder feel like yeah. uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everyone drinks playing softball. Mm -hmm. Got to lubricate I, everything. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. Right. Because you think it's just kind of like an unserious kind of, you know, um, 
adult sport league thing being like okay well, we'll just drink so we could say that we're like not good because we're drunk but it's like no like that's like almost like a medication that you have to have when you're <laughs> when you're playing you know it, like, it gets bad out there i mean my friend <laughs> tore his acl and mcl playing slow pitch, and i'm like Whoa. this is not it's not worth it it's not it's not that deep it's not that serious that's where pickleball is coming from you know just a desperation <laughs> for safer sports have you seen uh, a pickleball you're i'm seeing like stats that are going crazy with pickleball i'm seeing stats that are like one the growth of pickleball is like just amazing but like at the same time i'm seeing injury stats from pickleball that blew my mind i'm talking like like disproportionate amounts of injuries are happening from pickleball versus other every other like recreational sport like i think like guys people who are too old like i think it looks so easy that i think people who are too old to be like doing like you know physical activity are like doing Mm -hmm. that on concrete and just tripping and falling there's some weird thing where pickleball is like responsible (laughs) for a disproportionate amount of like er visits right now what's the intersection of fan bases between uh, f1 and pickleball uh I would say there's a pretty big-ish intersection because I think with like right? F, yeah, I think like people who do pickleball and watch F1, I think there's a pretty big intersection because I think a lot of people who watch F1 like uh, want to like do tennis or like grew up with tennis in some way, <laughs> but like you know uh, you gotta you gotta Say have a lot of skill. Mean, Moon, yeah, they grew up with tennis. They grew up with golf. Yeah, you know, you know. tennis, <laughs> tennis, golf, and F one are very adjacent to each other in terms yeah, of sports yeah. and demographics. I'll say that. Like, uh, they are all very like rich sports and like something that are like posh and usually get kept to like you know like the white upper middle class. Um, and they all have then they all share the same basis that they have black people who have come into the league and dominated their league too right that's the thing for golf tennis and f1 all Mm -hmm. uh to the detriment of like you know the old guard gatekeepers in those sports right and so like you know i think that they all kind of share that same history but that means that they share a similar demographic all all all, uh with black athletes that became the new goats of their sports basically yes Yes, exactly like the (laughs) undisputed goats Hockey, because I'm an American. Ho- I've hockey. never watched a, a second of hockey. This Has is, a black this athlete is... infiltrated hockey yet? Do we know this? Um, and not in the way that Serena or Lewis Hamilton have, or Tiger uh, Woods have. Um, right. But there, fair, there's I been name black a athletes hockey in player. hockey. <laughs> I think hockey is like, you know, as far, I think hockey is still just like resoundingly white. Like yeah. to, to, to a degree where you're not even like really seeing like latinos be in the sport like it's like truly yeah. like eastern europeans what? canadians didn't take over and the like, dominicas yeah. yeah no no exactly right it's not what? like the baseball thing they tried to do right. it in san antonio but nobody knew what ice was so it wouldn't work but like yeah. hockey's so white though it's probably got that like old-timey racism where they're like mad about which eastern european country you're from you know like, yeah they're like oh you could just look at their nose you can tell that yeah. they're they're romanian yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like everybody knows the Herzegovinians are hillbillies. You know? <laughs> Croatia, number one. <laughs> well, I remember the NA- NHL. What, like, didn't they say like a couple years ago they were like, well. When they were asked, like, why black people don't play hockey, they just were like, well, hockey isn't for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
That's incredible. So strange. That's incredible. <laughs> well, and you can tell that there's no black people in hockey because I remember last year um, the NHL posted a photo of a commentator who used to be like a hockey legend. And he, he came in with a light gray suit. It was a very conservative fit but it wasn't like a navy blue suit it was a light gray suit mm. and the nhl posts a picture of him saying this guy just came in with the drip he's he's a he's like stunning turning heads with this look and it was like a very very conservative gray suit that this guy had on and that was like out there for hockey so i'm like yeah, there there are no black people there bro like if, if you guys are gassing that up like hell no <laughs> well, well, to be fair, my favorite sport, unfortunately, is regressing and becoming less and less black every year. And that's Major League Baseball. Oh, for it, sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it continue, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's pretty bleak right now. Yeah. You can count how many black Americans on like two hands, I think, that yeah. are left, on starting lineups. At least yeah. that's pretty wild. But didn't that, that it's weird to see a sport like regress. Like it's one thing to just like right. be hockey's in the trenches. Like hockey's like yeah, just yeah. like that's just what it is. But for you know, going from like Ken Griffey Jr. to like basically going back to like an all white sport is kind of weird, you know? Well, is it because for a while they were creating all these like weird baseball factories in Latin America where they would mm -hmm. like take children at birth and be like, well, this kid doesn't need school. Put him in the, <laughs> the like get him lifting weights. And no, it's true. And they do have thing. those. And they were like doing that for a while. And I think that's what like partially pushed baseball out of like black communities. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I haven't watched baseball in a long time. So are, are the, well, are the Julio's like the best are, uh, is like the best Mariner, right? Right. From, yeah. Julio. From the DR. Day, from who's the, DR. the best Mariner as a person, though, not as a player? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there still a uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh good god yeah is there a, a, a still a strong honky contingent in baseball though of just like corn-fed country whites yeah i i think oh i see, yeah i'm fact checking myself it's mlb's <laughs> lowest percentage of black players since 1955 1955 that's not a good stat so this is like when like apartheid like uh legal <laughs> segregation when like jim crow was like still very much alive like you're talking like it hasn't been this like non-black since that era <laughs> like the, the these they were taking different buses to the games and shit like when that was happening <laughs> this is it, uh very long number. time ago yeah i mean uh Eight years before Jackie Robin, or eight years after Jackie Robinson, yeah, bruh, <laughs> that, uh, bruh. So, so the Jackie Robinson first game anniversary, uh, ten year anniversary hadn't even happened yet, and it's 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 that, a that time. That uh, that is way worse than I. I actually had no idea about. All this. right, uh, Sean, this, this better insane. be in your book, Sean. It's better yeah, be in your book. Hey, I mean, oh, like yeah, Heart, Heartbreak sure. City, Heartbreak City better have a whole <laughs> chapter dedicated to this. Better, I um, felt actually, it in my hands last night. His book, yeah. Oh, how, oh, was shit, really? how was the weight? How was the weight <laughs> of the book? Yeah, well, yeah. So we're at Linda's because that's what Seattle politicals do. Maybe a good shout out for you guys. Shout you out know? Linda. <laughs> Linda Dershing. Uh, she needs the money. Give her a shout out. <laughs> Linda, Linda's Linda must take pride in that Linda's is that this political hub, right? 
for like all different and it's not just like for like one kind of sect of like seattle politics it's just like no matter like if you're like from the chamber or if you're from like you know uh you know the activists left like you're just going to linda's after uh after a election you know like that's just like mm-hmm. where they hang out that's just where the politics scene is just there you guys want some tales from linda's of last night yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, let's yeah, let's hear yeah. it. I mean, Dude. last night was election night, so let, let, let's the hear this. The mood was bleak. Ooh. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this. One of the candidates, <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but there's only so many people, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the candidates who probably will not win was there and was so drunk. <laughs> And I actually felt concerned for this person because oh, no. the whole stranger <laughs> editorial staff was there. Yeah, because again, everyone everyone who matters in Seattle politics is mm-hmm. going to be at Linda's on a Tuesday night. Like that's like that's what on like the first Tuesday of November. If you want to like just like any like stranger reporter, anyone who ran for office, like you yeah. know, they're either in bed or at Linda's. You know, if they're yeah. out, they're at Linda's. You know. Well, I mean, it's it. Look, it's going to be a tough one. For for Andrew and he's got a, you know, he's got to cope in whatever way he can. But uh, this person came up to me sloshed and was like, I don't even want to be on a, uh, this conservative council anyway. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. We reached that stage of the night. Yeah. Hell yeah. Already. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was a lot of sloppiness. Um, yeah, a lot of staffers. The campaign staffers are getting so young, yeah. dude. I I was noticing that too. Well, that one so that campaign continuing. The guy in District Four, or whatever, that hired just children, and then the children yeah. revolted <laughs> against them. You know, so. he, he he's just on the bleeding edge. Was he also he's... a ch- child? he was like a recent UW graduate yeah. like, like, yeah. they're all like, children like stacked yeah. on top of each other <laughs> in a under coat. a coat yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they watch that uh, reality show where the kids run the city on their own yeah. and they're like we can do that we can do oh that let's we're, make it real we're fucking boomers <laughs> raising, Dude, I, raising, I mean, a, it, raising a child army for a campaign is hilarious though I mean honestly, for the bit trend, alone we that's really funny yeah I think it's a good idea. <laughs> uh, Seattle's not looking good, guys. It's not. Yeah, but, let's you know, talk there's, about it. There's, there's some. Um, there's. I feel like there's different ways to look at it, though. You know, <laughs> I, I, I want to start by saying <laughs> Rob Saka and Bob Kettle. They're pretty Ooh. bad. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. Rob, well, Rob Saka. First, like, do not let this go, Day Munya. We literally did an entire segment on Bob Kettle. All right. We no, did an entire I know segment Bob on Kettle Bob Kettle. Is, he is a friend of the Rob show guy. at this point. Bob, Bob Kettle is a friend of the show. I mean that. We'll, we'll we'll link to that episode in the description. That was actually a really funny if, one. If anybody can find it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. D- well, Discord, do your are, thing. <laughs> well, both are uh, army or military vets, right? And, yeah, yeah. and they both have this like very like military demeanor. I was listening to a couple of debates uh, to prep for this show, and I'm, I'm really afraid of both of them. 
<laughs> I, 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 I think uh, protesting against them is going to feel very, very uh, old school. <laughs> yeah. So, so like the so the water hoses are coming out and stuff. Like you were talking like that type of old school. Do you know how many times I've yelled at like Andrew Lewis and Dan Strauss like to their face to the point where like last time during the the drug bill vote I was screaming at them. And uh, Dan made this face at me like, like it was like it was a fucking parody. Dan Strauss and Andrew Lewis like uh, kind of have this like um, sass to them, like the mm, oh yeah, girl, no, mm-hmm. you didn't, you did not just snap at me, like mm, honey, sit down, you know. It's like very much like you can you can like like go off on these guys, but like you get these two faces confused. Like they kind of like expect the sass, but do not really like, you know, snap back in an aggressive way. They kind mm-hmm. of absorb it. Like I remember during the 2020 protests, I saw that Andrew Lewis was playing civilization six while, uh, they were like <laughs> debating defunding the police or not. And I happened to, uh, really love civ six. So I challenged Shit, him to his, still on, civ Did six, somebody uh, tweet that? Yeah, someone resurfaced that recently because they were trying to find um they were trying to find the tweet because I think someone who quote tweeted it deleted their account so it it re- like my my tweet reemerged recently um and, <laughs> oh, it did? Uh, I need to find yeah, that yeah, that is yeah. a classic you know I've been accused of being um Andrew Lewis obsessed sure, <laughs> who, sure. Hasn't? I mean, who, who hasn't who hasn't whom's amongst uh, us you know it, it's uh andrew dan the king of maybes it they're in trouble yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Ro- Ro- well rob's not running in their districts but and i guess dan's gonna win but I, i'm just saying in general it's yeah, it's yeah. been really interesting seeing seattle be framed as this like leftist experimental place and, and and like moderates are taking over when we, it, I'm, we need to push back against that narrative really hard. I completely agree. And, you know, day funny enough, um, friend of the show, Danny Westnut, uh, had these exact thoughts in the Seattle times, um, with the headline, Seattle is the most progressive city. No more. Oh shit. <laughs> He threw me off because the first couple of words, I was like, all right. And then he said, no okay. more. Oh, shit. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's just read like a few paragraphs from uh, this column here to see exactly what, uh, to your point, what we were talking about. It was exactly a decade ago that Seattle exploded on the political scene for lefty experimentalism. The outgoing mayor in 2013 had dubbed himself the most progressive mayor in America the incoming mayor won up that by saying he would remake Seattle into the most progressive city in America. Good that job not naming the, that mayor, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just like not name For, like any of name. these mayors. Yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows Jesus. who that was? Uh, who knows who anybody uh, is? Huh? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was also the year Seattle elected its first socialist, a hating time of concern about inequality but also touching off a of movement politics marked by more protest and purity than coalition building and compromise. Voters <laughs> loved it for a time. Voting ever leftward. Seattle was the first big city to adopt a $15 wage, to try out democracy vouchers, to let gig workers unionize. The city also took on and ultimately taxed 
the big bad Amazon. But it's over. Seattle is the most progressive city no more. Voters Tuesday were drubbing all that activism in favor of plain old pragmatism. Voters seem to want less idealism, more in the way of results. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> this idea that Seattle has been this utopia of um, progressivism, socialism, and like basically just represented the activism um just like you know christopher rufo said like what the, the name of your podcast they like activist class like he chris rufo was like basically speaking to that myth of seattle it's our daddy it's our daddy the, yeah. the, the what was it like activist, working with chris day yeah yeah damn. how was it being a fellow of a i never worked for my father yeah. he, just is, he just is my father <laughs> He's more of a bootstraps guy. Yeah. <laughs> no inheritance. That's good parenting. That's good parenting. Yeah. Like Bill Gates, you know, he's leaving nothing for his kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that brother broke up with Phoebe Gates, by the way. I, I, I was sad about that. You guys see that? Oh, <laughs> he broke up with her? He, I, well, they broke up. I don't know who broke up with yeah. who, but oh. they're not no longer together. To Tragically, the bag. Yeah. the bag is no longer secure. Yeah. yeah. First love, he was loving you know? it though. He was, while, while it was happening, bro, he was cheesing like every single photo you see from him. that. Oh, bro, he has to, has to. Yeah, that that viral video of like of that compilation of him just like cheesing in every photo alone gave him clout. You know, like, yeah. what if he was yeah. like on the that toilet and he just saw one of those like Yahoo Yahoo news stories pop up that was like Bill Gates won't leave inheritance to kids. So he won't leave inheritance to kids. Like, like, oh shit. He's like, what's the point? What, what, what am I, I putting it. up with all of this bullshit for? Like, it's like Jeff Bezos' daughters. You know, like in the Google. You know, sometimes you don't get. The, get the riches of your your parents, your spouses. Apparently, that's Tanya Wu too. You know, she's not a landlord, even though her family owns many buildings in Chinatown. <laughs> but she says she's not a landlord. She doesn't personally do it. She, yeah, right. She actually just gets the passive income, she just but does not take gets part the in surplus. the surplus. Yeah. That just gets deposited into it. I'm a oh passive investor. God. Yeah, yeah. It's called passive income, sweetie. <laughs> Well, my my property manager calls the sheriff, not me. I don't have to get subjected to that. Well, yeah, let's maybe uh, look at some of these results then, right? And I kind of have the I have the stranger endorsements up here too, so we can kind of keep track. But yeah, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Because the stranger was saying like the stranger were still kind of putting the line on like no guys like you should vote in this like there's like a there's a business class and there's a class that will uh, you know prevent us from you know having all of these things like they were trying to draw a line in the sand basically saying stranger endorsed uh, candidates uh, are good in the same way that they were in other cycles and uh, there's a very clear line in the sand with the chamber back candidates right so well yeah uh, let, let, let's, let's take a look yeah so district one day we have rob saka he currently has a three thousand point lead on marin costa who was the stranger endorsement i think three thousand votes is gonna be pretty hard to close out in the uh late ballots at this point um yeah she's uh, done yeah what's uh what's what's with saka why should we care uh well he has a lot of compassion because he used to be a foster kid <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, that's what he says. Hell yeah. But in the same breath, he also says uh, he once had a debate, yelled at Marin Costa and said, we stopped the sweeps once in 2020. It didn't do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, during the fucking pandemic, <laughs> like you're complaining about a very bare minimum stoppage during fucking COVID? <laughs> yeah, we, like we, it's bad. Yeah, it was a literally yeah pandemic related stop, not any sort of like because it's bad, but just because like this might help prevent it from spreading. But I believe in an article that you wrote in uh, Vice Day, uh, you also pointed out that it didn't uh, stop. Actually, <laughs> yes, no, it, it did not stop. And I mean, defund the police is the same thing, right? It's like mm-hmm. it, it it happened to everybody who thinks it happened and you yeah. can't change their mind yeah. with any facts. It's just yeah. like, we, we, we maintain we on, the on mechanical freak. We maintain that people in the suburbs of Seattle, you know, like legitimately think like, so outside of Seattle, um, they legitimately think that Seattle actually burned to the ground. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they genuinely <laughs> believe that like, it's it's ruled by like this post-apocalyptic like mad max type of vibe right like that like seattle truly did like burn and and is gone (laughs) yeah uh i could uh, working in snohomish county i can attest at least half of snohomish county believes that uh seattle is just embers right now (laughs) (laughs) district 12 yeah Yeah. i'm telling you right now rob (laughs) rob's so bad that Every other candidate in their race after the primaries wrote a joint letter saying, we cannot let this guy win. <laughs> like, do you know how crazy that is? Like, it wasn't like one by one endorsements of Marin or anything like that. They Like people to the right of her. Yeah. Like, like pretty far right of her. They all came together and says, this man is not it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. That's and incredible. he's going to win. You'll love and to see I, it. I unfortunately had to vote in that race because I we got redistricted and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm like near uh, like the downtownish area where don't dodge I got yourself to, too much dude yeah, i know you, got, like, you, 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 you have published articles in the atlantic dude you got fans now you know <laughs> da- you can't be, can't be one done, baby. in the yeah. box seats at mariner's stadium <laughs> <laughs> i live in seward park <laughs> right next to bruce's house <laughs> your other dad <laughs> my other dad exactly thank you Sorry, we all live dad. in the cul-de-sac together yeah. <laughs> um what else do I know about Rob? He, uh, yeah, it's, it, I, I, one of the questions during a debate was, would you have passed the, uh, the drug bill, right? That just recently went through, you guys did an episode on it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And Marin was like, no, I wouldn't because we didn't have the resources. And a lot of candidates actually said that. And, you know, we can mm-hmm. talk about, I don't know how much you guys want to talk about Kathy Moore, who is going to beat Cristiano Bay Summer, who, you know, Cristiano is the left candidate. But I didn't realize this until a week ago. But Kathy is arguably on the left of Andrew Lewis and Dan Strauss. Like she's not 
that bad. Like she's, you know, sure. she's not great. You know, she's a former judge, but pretty decent judge. She was the president of the Human Rights Commission for a while before that, um, when they're actually doing shit. Fun random fact: I also was on that commission during the same time as Andrew Lewis and Tammy Morales. Oh, um, nice! How'd that work out for you? I watched a lot of uh, sports games during those meetings when they would bicker about the dumbest shit. Dude, that commission was so gutted. It used yeah. to have a oh, lot yeah. of power. It used to have a lot of power. It doesn't. It, it pretty much has no power now except to write like open letters and shit. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, it's basically like a glorified like letters to the editor. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say my time there, we couldn't even come together to write a letter to support the safety of sex workers because people believe that it would empower uh, uh, sex trafficking too much. Like that. That's like where the commission was at when I was there. Cool. Yeah. Thumbs and up. So, <laughs> I wish I could guys. recall what side Andrew was on, but I can't. No. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Kathy's not that bad, but yeah, they all wrote a letter against Rob Saka. He's gonna win. And uh, oh, we, we're talking about um his response to the drug bill. And basically, what he said was uh. Listen, it, it might not work. Maybe it won't have the resources, but that's why we have to try it. We try it out. If it doesn't work, then we'll just fix some stuff. Has, has anybody tried criminalizing drugs? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> if that works. It's like, let's just fuck up a, a couple dozen lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What hilariously, I mean, part of the complaint about it, right, was that the county already does this. So it's just double enforcement, which is stupid. And we also don't have anywhere to put these people. Like, what are you? <laughs> there's no capacity to launch a citywide, like, just city level drug war. It's crazy. But uh, I guess we're going to do it. We're going to see how it works. Now, the problem is, so I'm looking at the stranger endorsement for Marin Costa, who is his opponent. And mm. if I could quote the who stranger. Who has a twin, by the way? Oh, I'm already on Sokka's side now. I don't trust twins. Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's quoting from the stranger. Could she be a stronger critic of the police? Yes. In a particularly awkward moment uh, during our interview, she said she wanted to see, quote unquote, anti-racist police, which uh, seems like an oxymoron. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know that we have like a great choice on the other side, although uh, Rob Saka does seem like a giant piece of shit. <laughs> she did feel like the prequel to uh, Lisa Herbold. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know what I mean? It was like yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> I, what I think this is what you get is a lot of uh, just juiceless Democrats getting uh, wiped in this. I think yeah. is one lesson. Yeah. But let's let's pop down to District Four though, real fast. To, to, or I'm sorry, not District Four, District Five, real fast to talk about our friend Kathy Moore though. He brought up who I think is the other big win right now because she's currently up 6,400 votes uh, over uh, Chris Tiana Obey Summer uh, Sumner and. Uh, I don't. I don't think that she's going to close out those uh, six thousand votes either. I, I think, no, I think I think, I think uh, Christiana's cooked as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's D five is a different beast. You know, it's De Deborah Juarez has held that spot for a very very long time. It's um, a very it, weird it's, district. It's a very yeah. weird district. Uh, it's it's the district where they were going to build that 
police bunker several years ago, <laughs> right? Like the, <laughs> which now they're just building in Atlanta. And yeah. so yeah. <laughs> we were first and it was in D5. We are on the bleeding edge of neoliberal dystopia, guys. Like <laughs> the Cop City were... is the Seattleification of Atlanta. Yeah, I wonder where they were gonna stick that in D5. I, I have some ideas. Didn't Atlanta also steal our uh transit system? <laughs> you I mean is it like only kind of like having one? Having but, having uh, one line that goes north to south. That wait, I, I, no, I thought no sorry, street cars when, that attached to anything. No, we <laughs> we had a very like state of the art, like um progressive, pretty badass like plan for public transit subway system. We voted it down in the seventies or something and then Atlanta yeah. adopted it. And then it became mm. like theirs, and they have it's like, like theirs, the and it's world renowned now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> attracts people to the city. I mean, this one's not as good out. for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gave them Cop City instead this time around. So um, okay, well, I guess we got one back on them. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know, <laughs> the the good and bad exports from Seattle. You know, <laughs> but yeah, Kathy. You know, older white woman, former judge, as I said. Um, I I think. It sounds like she she really sounds like a judge when she talks. She's very, uh, you know, she's good at speaking and she's good at like explaining why she believes in something. And she just feels like somebody that I think if we had meetings with her as organizers, we kind of broke down where we're coming from. You know, she said that she doesn't agree with the sweeps right now because of the lack of resources. She She said she wouldn't support that drug bill because of, you know, intervention not being properly in place. You know, she talks about her experience with um, cases she's seen through people struggling with addiction. And so, I, you know, I would have liked to see Christiana in that seat, but I don't think it's the end of the world with Kathy on. But, you know, it's uh, at the same time, if they're not as radical as you need them to be, um at this stage people usually move right throughout their tenure so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know well so it, not a yeah. complete freak but you know someone yeah. who who isn't necessarily like revolutionary or anything but what well, on this council like i mean what where where is the leftward pull on this council gonna come from right um yeah all right let's let's uh let's get it back won't. in i think it's done <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think Bruce is getting the council he wants. I, I think everyone knows it's really hard for the mayor to do a lot of things the mayor would want to do without a council that generally agrees with him. I mean, we saw that with Mike McGinn. It, mm-hmm. it was it was hard mm-hmm. for him to get a lot of his shit done because, you know, whoever was right or wrong, you know, it, it didn't matter. It, it just they had a terrible relationship with each other. Yeah. And so... I, I think, you know, we saw that with Durkin, a lot of the neoliberal city council members like Andrew Lewis loves to point to Durkin and blame her for not getting a lot of the more progressive things done. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of had a scapegoat with her. And so, yeah, with, with Bruce, I, I think Bruce is like, I'm, I'm cleaning house. I, I need the power back. And he's just going to speed rush, pr- probably run for another election and then uh, alley oop it to our boy Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Macklemore would be the most leftward guy on the council, man. He's like a, going to Palestine rallies. 
Like yeah. Macklemore is like fully like uh in, in endorsing the ceasefire. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh he's doing what Sean King wishes he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he he's having the the PR renaissance. <laughs> well while like Sean King is like looking out his window being like I I saved those hostages. Like, yeah. exactly. I, I negotiated those hostages to get Macklemore free. Macklemore follows 25 people and Sean King's one of them. <laughs> Look, Sean King's I, like, he stole my whole fucking flow, word for word, bar for bar. <laughs> you know, Mackle's problem is that he is embarrassing like this is like he cannot get past the fact he's just embarrassing as a person but the nice thing about the stuff about the things that he said about palestine and whatnot is in the movement there's even a place for embarrassing people (laughs) 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 but uh so back to the the council right district two this one is uh maybe a bit of a surprise uh so tanya Mm. Wu is currently up uh looks like 1200 votes over tammy morales so nine points right now uh not looking great for tammy right so the incumbent having a little struggle here what say you day i mean this in as little disrespect as possible (laughs) because i i i actually this show is all about respect (laughs) yeah yeah i actually do not for this I I really don't like insulting someone's intelligence because I, I'm a big um, accessibility, accessible information proponent. You know, it's right. I don't like when leftists use just overly inaccessible verbiage. That it, it, our work should be, our movement should be downloadable for even our, um, you know, for any education. Anyway, mm-hmm. all that being said. Tanya Wu is a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And I honestly think it's not even her fault. Like, she she just feels like... That's devastating. Like, someone has a fucking gun to her head in the back being like, you're fucking running this campaign. We need you on there. Like, she doesn't want to do this. (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't she was she's making more than enough money owning more than enough property in the neighborhood and it, you know she like have you ever seen her mother at these debates <laughs> no no i, I feel like i can say us. this because i'm a fellow asian bro she's scary <laughs> Dude, she's always sitting in the front row and with these like death glares like at her during the whole debate and i'm just like yo like, this this is kind of like uh, this is kind of like you know when the the 16 year old in tennis goes pro and they have like their parent who like groomed them since they were four to be pro at tennis just like sitting courtside like yelling yeah. at them the whole the whole match you know <laughs> like yeah, clearly like they're just like vicariously living through them <laughs> richard williams man yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. no it's it's I mean, listen to anything. My favorite thing, my favorite, favorite interview debate podcast thing was uh, Hacks and Wonks when she did Tanya Wu. And it's just the the funniest unintentional humor you'll ever hear. It's it's so bad. It's so incoherent. 
Like so many times she's like, I've never thought about that before. Like, it's like, dude, this is like going to be your job, you know? And she's just the perfect case of it doesn't take much to be a viable candidate in, in Seattle right now. You just have to know your fear mongering talking points. You just have to point out the, the crisis in, in our unhoused communities, homelessness. You have to talk about crime and and you have a pretty fucking good chance to win. Yeah. 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 And, and so, I mean, I, as I was saying earlier, I think one way to maybe look at this is if there is a kind of right leaning, at least more outwardly like right leaning swing with the final results, like we all know that's, it's not going to fix anything. And so maybe after four years of that type of council and mayor, Maybe it gives a little bit more of a window for like real progressives to run again and to because the four years will be that bleak. But that it sucks that it has to come to that, you know, it'll also probably be during a Trump's presidency, too. So it's just it's just gonna yeah. be a wild yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, look. Day, I, I'm like, I didn't follow this election, so I got to I got to take your thoughts and advice here into consideration. But I also, in order to be fair to our listeners, I got to point out some troubling news that just came across while looking up pictures of Tanya Wu. Uh, This is from Northwest Asian (laughs) Weekly. Quote, a candidate forum for a position on the Seattle City Council scheduled for July 20th is embroiled in controversy after the campaign for Tanya Wu took exception that the moderator of the ANN HBI (sighs) candidate forum, Daeshik Kim, Worked for the campaign of Tammy Morales. What do you say to these accusations, Day? What do you say to these accusations? First Are you off, a Trojan horse? First off, I was fucking sleeping when they asked me to moderate this. I crawl out of bed, and I'm not trying to act like I'm like, ooh, I'm so important. Like, I, of course, like, I had to donate my precious time to do that, but, like, honestly... My presence is a present. I, I didn't get fucking paid for that. You know what I mean? I was like, I love D2. It, I, I've lived most of my time in Seattle in D2. It, it's where a lot of my organizing has been I've done a lot in in that district and the district has given a lot to me as well. And so I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll do this. You know, it's, I, in regards to the Tammy thing. Yeah. I I was working with this consultant uh, named Rial Johnson, my boy. And he, (laughs) he did some work for Tammy. I was under his thing. And so it was like, I was technically a consultant under him because I, I would help him do some like bipartisan, apolitical comms work. And so I don't know, did I make a, a dime during like w- with what they're a- accusing me of? No. And so it was like such a weird thing. And I don't even mind sharing this too. Tammy and I do not have a good relationship. And so that was like <laughs> the funniest, that was the funniest thing to me is like, the only person that should be scared on moderating this is Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she like, kind of played herself. Like, yeah, she was exactly. like a more smart, smarter political operative. She'd be like, oh, one of her ops they, is, uh, <laughs> is getting on this. Exactly. If they did the proper Apple research, they would have been like, this is actually a really great thing for us. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, fast forward to the forum. 
I didn't get to ask a single one of my own questions. It was all written for me. I read it off a script. And, By you the Morales campaign. <laughs> the only negative thing that the uh publication said about that forum was that i cracked too many jokes <laughs> which didn't allow enough time for uh sufficient uh q a the forum became dangerously listenable yeah 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 so dangerously engaging and listenable <laughs> Uh, you know that was cool man i was like yeah yeah i had some nice words with tanya I had some nice words with tammy i do think um it, it is interesting that their names are so similar i guarantee you people have voted for the wrong person more than <laughs> once <laughs> i'm almost certain um but yeah I, I think i think as of now um i'm still kind of leaning towards tammy squeaking that out but i I can't say that for sure. I think the only person in in the races that probably most likely will win that's an incumbent is is Dan Strauss. Yeah, I, I think everybody else. Uh, yeah, it looks should like be get, a little worried. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, first off, I mean, speaking to the strategy of the name thing, I mean, surely there's somebody in like DSA named Andrew Lewis, right? That's like the most generic of generic names, right? Couldn't we have run an Andrew Lewis against Andrew Lewis? Just to see what would happen. Yeah, right? I mean, that would be fun, a good right? troll, you know. Like, if, <laughs> if we're not going to be like seriously running people, you might as well yeah. do like an epic ballot troll. Just for fun. Don't even really campaign or anything. So yeah, you want people to get just confused like, and think there's yeah, two yeah, exactly. Andrew Lewis's, right? Exactly, right. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that Asians often don't, well, at least Asians with like their like first names are still Asian. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they usually don't have middle names. Like, I don't have a middle name. I would assume two Andrew Lewis's, then you have to get into like the middle initial. Obviously, people will make mistakes doing that. But like for those two Asian names, how are they going to distinguish from each other? You know, you can't because in our in our in our state, we we don't put is it the whole state that we don't put a political party affiliation? Well, certainly not at the. Yeah, I don't know if it's Not the whole the state, county, but the local and county yeah, level, they at don't. At least, like, the yeah. local mm-hmm. level. Yeah. So, yeah, there would be nothing. It would just be two names that are the same. Yeah. Last thing I'll say about Tanya Wu is very similar feelings, fears with uh, Sarah Nelson. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're pretty similar to each other. Um that's well, not good. Yeah. We did describe that she owns a bunch of property, but she does not lord over it, as we, we, we've learned, <laughs> right? She's given us a, a promise. She's pinky swear that she's not a landlord. So I'm sure uh, that that matters. All right. Uh, Council District 3. I got to say, the stranger is taking another L on this one as Joy Hollingsworth has got a almost four or almost sorry 3000 vote lead over alex hudson uh what say you day so is the rhetoric right now that the stranger's endorsement isn't as powerful as it once was is that is that what the rhetoric is no i think everybody kind of agrees that none of the newspaper endorsements matter at this point (laughs) like that's that's all going i think it's what pushed christiana through d5 yeah, in the primary. I, mean, I think I think, think like so? the primary endorsements uh, do mean something, but I yeah. think it's what gave Kerry the endorsement over, or sorry, the the edge over Nikita. And well, if you okay, so I could get into uh, this is my general thought about this election coming in with nothing. 
Uh, I think a lot of these people who would call themselves progressives or make the stranger endorsement, I think a big reason why a lot of them lost, and I understand they're not in her district and all that kind of stuff, but I think it literally is Shama not being on the ballot. Like, Ooh. even outside of her district, mm. she pulls people, right? Mm. She pulls she people pulls at, turnout. Yeah. Yeah. Who are, who are bringing votes to these other candidates. And, who won't um, usually vote and, you know, or usually just even like pay attention to Seattle politics. So I think yeah. we're seeing a post Shama election. That's where I'm going with this. Mm, like but, a post Shama hangover. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, Joy Hollingsworth. Do we have any thoughts about Joy Hollingsworth, or is this just another uh, cardboard cutout that's going to be put in a seat somewhere? Uh, can I can I start with reading a Joy Hollingsworth quote? Oh, by all means, please, please. <laughs> please. Oh my God. That. Where did it go? Dang it. I think I just lost it. I, I have to paraphrase now. She said something along the lines of, <laughs> I'm black, I'm queer, and I own a weed business. How does that make, <laughs> how does that make me a moderate? No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm a small business. No. I'm, honestly, saying I'm a small business owner, how does that make me a moderate? I actually do agree with that. That makes you a psycho. <laughs> like, yeah. you're out of your mind. That makes you a like, committed psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I The first two parts just totally blurred out of my mind the second she said I'm a small business owner. It's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Yeah, she's I, <laughs> she's pretty. She's not great in the sense, you know. She's also handpicked by Bruce, or anointed by Bruce at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she's not great on issues, but you know, it's Alex Hudson was not near Shama. I would argue Alex is closer to, closer to Joy than she's closer to Shama, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, right. because yeah, yeah. Alex and, was trying to like pose as the successor to shaman in some way right or at least a stranger or you know the progressive but they were looking at d3 is saying who was gonna you know fill in shaman's boots essentially mm-hmm. um you know socialist alternative didn't run anyone dsa didn't run anyone right like there was no real like you know socialist challenge uh to fill in uh shaman's seat and i think that you know that seat where we are kind of seeing a preview of of what d3 actually looks like now right which is pretty which is not inspiring right it's like not is and it wouldn't inspire people to really come out in that same way like people forget that it wasn't like passive the way shama won like she had to get like an army of volunteers to like you know drive turnout and like knock Mm. on doors and you know, yeah. it was a very aggressive strategy, right? It wasn't just like from comms and just like getting an endorsement and then people checking boxes, right? It's like you have to do a lot of organizing to get people who wouldn't usually vote to vote, you know? And the elections would usually be close-ish. It wasn't like a blowout all the time. So, you know, uh, it just kind of sucks to see that, you know, it's now just the same old crap again in D3. Yeah, it's... uh. I just wrote a piece with Shama or I had a sit down with Shama for the Emerald and we kind of talk about her tenure there. Um, and it's v- very polarizing elected to say the least. Mm-hmm. Almost 10 years, four elections, very, very narrow wins. 
many times, sometimes blowout wins. Um, but no matter what, like she had probably the strongest POV on, on council. You know, you mm-hmm. knew where she stood. You're rarely surprised at a vote, if ever. And, you know, I didn't always agree with her. Many, many of my fellow comrades and organizers, you know, don't always agree with her. But she was very, very consistent. And, you know, Alex was good in a, on a lot of housing issues, transportation. But it, it just, I'm tired of having these, like, Rob Johnsons, you know, yeah. and, like... Yeah. And it's just wet noodles, you know? Yeah. Dan Strauss, you know, Andrew Lewis. It's like they're trying so hard to define what progressive politics, acceptable progressive politics, at least is for the city. And the media is running with that, even the conservative media. And and I just think it's, it's really dangerous because they're continuing to over radicalize the left as mm-hmm. as too much and yeah i don't know we're gonna have not even a pseudo fake progressive council we're gonna have a pretty big business big corporation pro-police council and uh, it's it's gonna be like organizing pre it's like when only nick Licata was the progressive on council you know it's gonna be it's gonna feel pretty old school i think old yeah. school for like millennials and maybe right. young gen x yeah yeah um yeah but i mean interestingly when you think about the policies they want to push so it's like okay we're actually going to do the sweeps but it's like the sweeps were already happening we're actually going to fight the drug war but it's like well the drug war never really ended um it is one of those like funny things of like uh i think conservatives in their insane beliefs about what seattle is haven't quite realized that guys you're already getting everything. <laughs> you guys won. Like, yeah, you you won. guys are winning. <laughs> like they seem to suffer from that problem. You get sometimes of winning too much. <laughs> well, like <laughs> even like Westnut in that Seattle Times article uh, uh, tries to imply that the head tax actually happened, right? Like, yeah. I mean, lest we forget that like Bezos just called up Jenny Durkin and like had the city council flip on the vote that they actually approved right like instantly you know like that's like not that's not a like lefty experimental or whatever the hell he's talking about type of council right that's a council that like snaps into place when like business tells them to you know like that's like mm-hmm. that's a council that will fold at a dime at the inch of pressure from about face baby sergeant Saka, sergeant mm-hmm. kettle Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get to cattle let's talk about our boy here um he of course got the very powerful mechanical freak endorsement for having the funniest head in the race <laughs> although i'm now looking at ron davis and i'm thinking he's got one that is a real competitor oh, but yeah. uh bob kettle is currently up about 1500 votes over andrew lewis for district seven um are we all are is kettle kettlebells so they back in now is 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 this kettle time where are we at like is kettle gonna win Mm -hmm. do we think kettle pulls this out because 1500 that's not a ton of votes like i think andrew needs a miracle i'll say that wow (laughs) wow I, i think he's i think a miracle is possible like yeah. I don't, I think I think Rob Saka that that race is over. Marion lost. Yeah, you yeah. know I, I yeah. think with Andrew, yeah. it's gonna take a lot. But you know it's like progressives vote late. Progressives vote late. Andrew was not 
inspiring yeah. the progressive base. Yeah, Andrew yeah. was yeah. like the emblem of like the conservative on the, <laughs> you know, on the council. Like, you know, during 2020, he was like, even I think outwardly like worse than Dan Strauss when it came to, you know, uh, being the heel. Because look, look, none of the council members except for Shama really, you know, and even Shama, I think like, you know, uh, it was kind of, you know, I don't think any of them really wanted to accept activist demands of defunding the police in the way that they um, were. And even so, like, I think that Andrew Lewis played a big part in playing the heel where basically he was like the boogeyman to say no um, in a lot of ways. Um, He was okay playing that role, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think his like persona is like the person to like, put his foot down and you know not not really propose anything interesting maybe like get a few like you know lukewarm like agreeable like uh transit wins or something maybe right but like overall he wasn't uh afraid to put himself in the position of being the heel uh and being mm-hmm. the person to like do what every other council person wanted to do but you know <laughs> uh have that you know five to four vote so. I just can't take it anymore. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! <sighs> uh, 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 former prosecutor Andrew Lewis, you know, famous. Lest we forget, famous for uh, prosecuting a single black mother for stealing ground beef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, 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 cool and, guy. And, yeah, so, very cool guy. Very fucking woke. Yeah, you know, and, and aggressive for sure. And it's no one's fault but Andrew's that we're gonna yeah. get a shittier version. Yeah, yeah. You know that, that's, that's what that's what centrist at. politics gives you. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and I I reject the idea at this point that they don't know that. You know, like this yeah. is an outcome that I think Andrew Lewis would be completely happy with if like someone to the right of him wins. You know, like that's. Yeah. That's like a, a well, does that's the Andrew natural outcome that? of Does Andrew know that? Because here's the thing. Yeah. We all know in the last year and a half of anyone's tenure, every decision they make is based on is this gonna help me win re-election? Right? right. Yeah, yeah. And so Andrew was only slipping farther and farther right as as his time on council went. He clearly had to believe that this was a strategy to help him get reelected. The man cried at his election night party. Like he really <laughs> wanted to win. Like he Oh shit, I didn't know that. Desperately <laughs> wanted to win. Okay? Like his his poor wife, aka the former uh fucking um attorney Isn't she for a, like attorney like for the SPD. She used to be which uh yeah, I I was called out for calling out a woman's um fucking uh career choice and that's sexist <laughs> even though I Well, we were discussed uh, uh feminism is when a woman does it, day. Eh? Yeah. Right. Fe- feminism is when women do something. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, because you know, Andrew was only voting on a fucking uh defund bill that would potentially most probably guarantee a defunding of the the job that his fucking fiance was holding representing the police <laughs> union but all right sexist 
How no, dare she, you, Dave? She was, How dare you um, point out the direct uh, relationship that he has to his vote, you know, and the benefits <laughs> that he would receive by voting one way versus the other. She was being a very supportive partner and hugging the mm-hmm. shit out of him as he as he was in tears. And so, yeah, my, yeah but, you know. Uh, Why is, like, liquid always coming out of his body? Like, whether it's, like, <laughs> sweat He's or, like. He's a clammy guy. He's a clammy yeah, guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's just always, like, just some, like, perspirant, like, just like exuding from his face it's wet that's why he's behind (laughs) too wet (laughs) that's the 1500 vote wet margin yeah right right (laughs) i bought him breakfast once (laughs) what he's such a but he's such a sad sack he's a guy who gets people to buy him breakfast but what happened i don't know why i did this i I was i was stoned one morning i was stoned the morning i was off i think (laughs) i just came back you have to be impaired to fucking buy this guy breakfast so that we we knew that i was at the no longer existing london plane Mm -hmm. in pioneer square and i was standing in line right behind andrew lewis and lorena gonzalez Mm mm-hmm and this was um, after Gonzalez already lost a mayoral race, um, and this was after Andrews elected. And so I'm I'm standing behind them. Lorena no, uh, recognizes me. We awkwardly talk. It's the whole thing was very strange. Did you ask her why like, she didn't like campaign for that mailship that she wanted? <laughs> you see, like why she, she just wanted. like didn't show up? Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think the campaigning might have helped? <laughs> uh for some reason um they didn't it's not like they ordered a whole spread they probably had a fucking couple pastries and some coffee but i I just i just i thought it would be like some kind of power move to pay for it (laughs) 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 and i don't think it was i don't think it was (laughs) and andrew like wrote a card and left it there and and the card says hey friend Thank you so much for the breakfast. Call me anytime you need anything. Wow. Oh, you, you just bought yourself a favor, my friends. You wow. Know? Uh, Look at so, how so, cheap these guys are. You the know, barista, like <laughs> the barista gave it to me and was like, they you really like that guy? And I was like, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I don't know why I did that. And they started, they like let out a big sigh because I was close with them and they were like, we fucking hate him. <laughs> I was like, I was like he, he doesn't do anything. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And, and they're like talking about like how he's so like, you know, like what you were talking about earlier. Uh, they just have this like attitude of slight entitlement, I think. Mm-hmm. And nobody can recognize that quicker than um, industry workers. Yeah. 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 And so it's even at a bougie place like London Plain, yeah. RIP, because yeah. they probably yeah. see the worst of the worst. What I, I, I'll tell you, I, I think what sunk Lewis was his kind of like dithering and then voting no on the first like, uh, let's do the drug war again vote. I just can't. I just can't. (laughs) Now, I'll tell you a funny story about that, though, because I happen to have heard from a little bird that uh, that one of their co-workers met Andrew Lewis right before that hearing. And basically, they had a tearful conversation over a drink where Andrew Lewis also got wet and cried, you know, so the man's got liquid out of every just liquid. But basically, they just explained to him (laughs) that there's like 
not room in the courts. Like they like they give him like the practical case of like like we literally can't try these cases. We literally have nowhere to put these people. Like you can't do this. And I think his no vote was he in part of his brain he was like i'm gonna do a liberal pragmatism the professionals told me we can't do this right so i'm gonna vote no on it and the hilarious part is his liberal pragmatism basically fucked up he was sunk him yeah he was doing this like rightward posturing the whole time and then his uh liberal brain kicked in and like a true democrat like he posed to the right the entire time until the critical moment and uh that's why he's done it's it's funny because I, I think you're right. I think at least I, I, I'm willing to bet Andrew fully believes his no vote costed him the election. When mm-hmm. when I, I wish the takeaway for him would be his lukewarm limp yes. tenure. Yeah. Lest know? we forget that Andrew really was elected because a literal hospitality union put a crap ton of money behind his campaign. Like yeah. organized labor, like really like unite here, local eight, uh, went super hard for Andrew Lewis. Like their members were knocking on doors for him. They were like, you know, fighting a pretty hard fight, uh, for Andrew. And like, you <laughs> know, usually would win. first yeah. time around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and but like, yeah, is yeah, it ironic that he's now hated by service workers. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, service workers hate him. And it's like, you know, he betrayed labor. He betrayed labor in a big way. Labor got him elected. Um, I I genuinely believe that without the, you know, help of organized labor, like local aid, he would not be in the seat at all. Right. And so his his base, the people who he should have been like, you know, worried about the people who he um, needed to retain to win and the people who he didn't need to win. um. He had those two things completely backwards, I think. And, yeah, you know, yeah. the people who, uh, you know, helped elected him, he completely screwed over throughout his whole tenure on council. So whether he, like, wins or not, the fact that he's down this much already, um, his takeaway should have been maybe I should have actually, like, stuck up for the people who got me elected, right? Yeah. Maybe I yeah. should, like, give them a reason to come out again, right? But that's, like, that's obviously not how these, like, you know, liberals are think right they always think oh mm-hmm. well i should have just been more conservative right i was just too liberal <laughs> a man without a base exactly. yeah it's the exactly. baseless man and he debases <laughs> himself <laughs> andrew baseless lewis <laughs> dan dan's gonna win though dan strauss you know mr yeah. maybe himself Mr. Mr. Yeah. Strauss, it looks it's like he's got 100 votes separating him from Pete Hanning, whoever the fuck that is. Who? Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I do not know much about who? Pete Hanning. Nobody does. Like, Pete Hanning's children don't know anything about Pete who Hanning. Who is this? Like, <laughs> I, there's, I looked it up, and oh, it's literally just God. a, he a, looks like a black silhouette. like a shadow silhouette, like a Madden. He's like a, he's like a yeah, it's literally like... Um, <laughs> The locked character in Tony yeah. Hawk's Pro Skater. <laughs> All right, let's get a look at Pete Hanning here. I am so excited oh. to be in my position. Yeah. It looks like if you like go to like the um being AI and like try to like have the AI um you know how like you can't like uh specify Bill Gates um being AI, so you kinda have to prompt around it being like a Microsoft founder and stuff. I think like if you like prompt around it enough, it'll give you basically Pete Hanning. Like he looks like a 
if you like try to draw Bill Gates from memory, like you you get you get him. Well, I'm gonna put this photo. Hopefully, you guys will be able to see this. I don't know, but uh, this is his LinkedIn picture, and I can't tell you the dark energy that comes off of his Ooh. LinkedIn photo. Ooh, I'm posing Ooh. on the phone, like arms crossed, with a fucking idiot smile on it. Like this is incredible. Holy, Holy shit! Holy shit! This is like a jump scare for me. <laughs> Hold on, I found his Instagram too. <laughs> he, what's his instagram presence like what's his brand his his handle is fremont pete that that could that's not bad <laughs> fremont pete's pretty good for someone running for lie. d6 uh i is mean it, and uh, his uh his photos like him with the lennon statue i bet wait what fremont is pete. this do you guys have instagram logged into your computers uh i think so yeah I can't look at this because I'm not uh, logged in, so I can only like see the grid. But what is this? Yeah, post? Let me see. Um, Merry New Year! It's a post of Eddie Murphy, I think, um, in like <laughs> traditional, <laughs> traditional like West African oh, no, no, garb. No. no, it's it's Eddie Murphy in Trading Spaces when they're oh, on this the, is the train, train spaces? and oh, they're dressing goodness. up in the costumes on the train. He's dressed up like an African migrant, basically, yeah, and with all the sensitivity that 1980 had to offer. Uh, yes, we'll say Merry New Year. <laughs> Incredible. Well, and I and, love uh, this man. I love yeah, this man. that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. I mean, he could have gotten the shot of Dan Aykroyd in blackface in that same scene and I guess put that one. So Yeah, because that also <laughs> happened in trading spaces. Check out my second photo. Okay, let's see this. Let's see this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nay. Nay. Whoa there. Um this is him <laughs> in like the um Seattle white dad NPC fit of a flannel and Patagonia <laughs> vest combo with a, one of the with, worst flannel prints I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. truly trash. I mean, like this is clearly like not like the genuine Goodwill find or this is like some this is some like fake shit. Like I've never seen like a worse. It's like a washed out. Like the colors like blend together in a weird way. It sucks. Like, it's not even Costco. Suck. It's like they went to like Costco or something like a knock yeah, off Costco yeah, to get this like, one. And then, yeah, this it's is, a great... He went to, like, like, AliExpress. This is, like, a T-Mall AliExpress fit right here. Yeah, um, gray jeans where there's something weird going on with his, like, hips or something. That pocket like, that he's got his hand in is way too tight. Well, because he jeans. has, like, his hand in as if, like, he's, like, pickpocketing himself. It's, like, kind of, like, <laughs> sliding in there, but it's, like, really tight. He can't fit, like... He's, like, one-fourth. It's, like, his fingers are only in there, but, like, not his hand can't fit in there anymore. And you, and you it, the jeans are so tight that you can see the outline of his hand like very clearly in the his gray hand jeans. his his hand skin is folded on top of his hand because how tight his jean pocket is yeah, it's literally like layered you can see the layer of folds on you his already hand. mentioned he's standing in front of horse patrol right oh we haven't even gotten um, to that we haven't oh, gotten I'm sorry, to that I'm sorry. spoiler because so, I, I need is... you to read the caption so okay so <laughs> spoiler he is um he's at uh, basically outside of army navy uh surplus and there's Ugh. two uh 
SPD cops with horse patrol with cowboy hats on, grinning and smiling while he's like doing the uh, like Seattle dad NPC face, um, you know, smile with the glasses and the coffee <laughs> with the uh, flannel and vest with the too tight of like gray jeans. And uh, the caption from Fremont Pete is just horsing around with the SPD mounted patrol hashtag community policing. <laughs> I hate it so much. That's so okay, awful. Let me just play devil's advocate, okay? <laughs> we have it. a po- we have a post of his mother with a protest sign, uh, uh, protesting Supreme Court, and the sign says "Lego Mygina." And the caption is, when your mom is on vacation, of course she is going to protest the Supreme Court. Love you and happy Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, he also went to a uh, a gay marriage and hashtag love wins. So, oh, okay. It, okay. It, growing up in a conservative area, I, I'm going to be honest, it still blows my mind. I know all of these are like very low bar, like... Neolib adopted issues like trust me I'm not saying these are very radical at all but like growing up in a conservative neighborhood it is it still kind of shocks me that somebody who can post like this still like will do sweeps and like want more police and you you know what I mean because it it does like okay so what neighbor what where did he grow up this man yeah, did he like grow up? He grew, like, up, he grew up everywhere in Seattle. Like he's a literal creation of the Earth of Seattle. He's like the Halloween town. He's a Halloween town dad that like has no magic and like does not allow her her daughter his daughter to like go to Halloween town for like ninety percent of the movie, <laughs> and then opens up and makes it to the end where like there's a big family group hug. Yeah, what what he realizes that uh, family is more important than work. Uh, you know, uh, he's not an anti-vaxxer. You know, he yeah, classic lib uh, boosted post. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He got he got five boosters for sure. You know. Um, well, and yeah. I, th- I I think Dave's point about the like you know the gay marriage stuff and stuff like that is uh, I think those are issues that have an inherently middle class and quite frankly conservative code. I mean, you're literally fighting for marriage. I mean, like. The <laughs> radical gay movement in the seventies was like, uh, we should just get no no gay marriage, get rid of yeah. marriage. Actually, no marriage that. for anybody. <laughs> like, fuck this institution. <laughs> yeah, this shit sucks. None of it for anybody. Um, you know, so I, I think that's we're, the yeah. Like, we're halfway there. The straight just <laughs> need to get on board. Yeah. Like, we're almost there to liberation. <laughs> all right so now we got one where he's got his uh american flag uh kind of polo or is that a full button-up i can't quite tell it's a full button-up it's a full full button-up and i think daughter is just literally wearing a flag like he bought (laughs) he searched american flag on amazon and cut a hole through it and like put it on his daughter (laughs) yeah no i mean it's that uh, this man, thankfully, is probably not going to win, but is, is, is giving uh, Dan a run for his money. Yeah, yeah, which is hilarious yeah, on I its mean, own. Fremont Pete giving Dan a run for his money is, is embarrassing in itself, I think. I mean, <laughs> good Lord. 
I grew up in Ballard and I, I just know people like Fremont. I've seen, I've seen guys like this at parent teacher conferences. Like I, I, I know this guy, you know? Um, and I can say with confidence that it is embarrassing if you're, if (laughs) that guy is giving you a run for your money, that's all I'll say. Yeah. Dan Strauss is a council member account only follows five council members. Oh, can you damn. Name, can oh. you name the five? <laughs> oh. oh, the five that he follows, they're currently on council. Currently that on council, like, right? and, and by the way, he only okay. follows a total of six accounts, and okay. one of them is Yonder Cider. And then <laughs> the, the five the remaining are council, are council members. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Andrew Lewis Andrew has got to be on Come the list, on. right? Andrew Lewis. If this is okay, Price is Right, let's go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. Okay, okay. 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 Uh, Munio, you go first. I'll give you Andrew Lewis. Go for it. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, Lisa Herbold. Okay. That is correct. Um, Alex Peterson. Not on the list. Not on the list. Alex, cut out. Munya can win with a correct guess. Okay, Munya. It's all on you. The pressure's on. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, I know one that was a. a, Is it Juarez? No, it's not. Oh, oh, game continues. Game continues. Sarah what? Nelson. Sarah Nelson's got to be on there. Give me no, Sarah Nelson. No, no. no. Oh, you feel the deal no right way. now. No way. Okay, Moon, yeah. Take it. Take it. Win. All right. All right. Guess Tammy Shaba. Morales. Guess Shaba. Go for it. <laughs> Tammy. Are we going Tammy? Tammy. You... Tammy is correct. Yeah. And, and the one okay. you guys didn't get was Teresa. Teresa. Uh, okay, okay. Honestly, like it would have been cool if he was <laughs> if he just was fine. He followed five and Shama was one and of them. And Shama was one of them. <laughs> that'll be that'll be so amazing. He's just right. low key like a stan. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's his console account. The his regular one is Ballard Strauss. So go have fun with that on your so own. So it was Ballard Strauss versus Fremont Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> such a stupid city. All right. Uh, final this You're so real, unserious, man. right? This is like yeah, such an unserious city. city. Come on. Fuck, man. Come final on. district. Uh, we got we got Ron Davis. He's trailing by 1,600 votes to uh, Mar- uh, Martiza Rivera. And uh, Ron Davis was the stranger pick. I don't know anything about him except, and I'm putting a link in here, guys. Look at this man's head. His head. No, no, dude. Something to behold. Come on. This ain't (laughs) real, bro. (laughs) This is not a real guy. This is not a real person. (laughs) This guy rocks. I love him. This is is Alex Peterson who shaved his head. Like, I don't I don't know his deal. (laughs) Like, but I think that Alex Peterson (laughs) dropped out, like is like stopped running. And uh You know you know how everybody says you know how everybody says that you have to have like a good head shape to be bald? <laughs> this man proves that you can also have too good of a head shape <laughs> to be bald. You know what I mean? Like it's too good. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, too it's, it's too egg. 
<laughs> I mean, you that's that is like when people say egghead, you know, that's kind of like a figure of speech. I I think like he took that literally and like his whole life was like trying to do like phrenology on his head to like make his head like look like a shape of an egg, you know, mm-hmm. so that he yeah. can actually be called an egghead as a compliment as some like policy wonk. Um, that's the result. Cause what the, what the, what is this man? Like, I'm sorry. This is not real. This is not a real city. Get out of here with this shit. (laughs) Well, let's, let's, so, uh, uh, Maritza Rivera, who is this, uh, opponent, I guess was, you know, the stranger had the big piece on them that her and Rob Sock are the ones that were getting the money from all the like Trump donors, which is hilarious. And they also, and I never, uh, I didn't see this literally until just now. But apparently she's also a small business tyrant who had 26 workers come out to tell the mayor uh, about how awful she was to work with, to work for. So always uh, a good sign when your employees like write like basically like a class action uh, <laughs> to the mayor, right? <laughs> to the mayor. So, Ron's, Ron's been hailed as a baby. Uh, oh, my God. What's that Disney dad's name who, who left council a couple years ago? The Disney dad. Oh, my God. Oh, Michael Bryan. Jesus Christ. I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> he, I literally like baby, wouldn't have gotten that. Baby Michael Bryan, which to say is pretty good. You know, once again, another white person that's good on transit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think we have he, such a shortage of those in this city. Yeah. He's clearly <laughs> better than um, his opponent that. Apparently, right. is a terrible boss. Yeah, I and mean, the, yeah. the opponent is like a cartoon villain. Yeah, yeah. Basically, in the picture of her, she has every she has everything except for the coat made of dogs. Basically, like <laughs> you know, like this is a she looks like a Disney villain. So we have a Disney egg versus a Disney villain, uh, and apparently we went we voted for the villain. I guess so. The villain's up sixteen hundred over the egg. Too bad. Too bad. I would like to see more of the egg. Ron had this. I think he does cookie reviews on Twitter. Dude, with that head. What? what? I mean, come on. Yeah, he like literally like takes a selfie biting into a cookie. And then he like just I think he talks about the cookie. And he's like, mmm, yummy. (laughs) Cookie tastes good. (laughs) He's like doing the NPC thing. Mmm, cookie tastes good. Cookie's so good. All right, give give everybody this man's Twitter account so we can all go and just get it get our cookie uh our cookie reviews and you know. Uh his account is at Ron P. Davis, just in case there's another Ron Davis. He has a very cute family, I'll say that. The family photo is very sweet. I I, oh, I yeah. like uh if you see Seattle for Ron dot com slash about on the about page, uh it's a cute photo. Oh, that's who Maritza is. She's like the evil Jess and Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look alike. No? Uh, a little just, bit. I think, yeah. I think yeah. all white oh, people yeah. look alike. So No, they do. You know. <laughs> yeah, you're just, I mean, it's not wrong. I, I mean, literally yeah. can't recognize it. This is just a me problem, but I can't recognize like anybody's face if I haven't seen them in the last month. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this happens in movies all the time. And Bryn's like, "Oh, you just think all white people look alike every time we're like watching a movie." <laughs> like, I don't. To me, they do. I don't. Like. <laughs> it's it's very true. Uh, Ron has a fighting chance, um, but it's looking 
I don't know. It's going to take a lot. It's going to come down to voter turnout, which has already been looking pretty low. I will say it looked low last time around um, before the third and fourth drop. So, mm. yeah, we'll see. Tomorrow's a big day. If we don't see, we're recording this on a Wednesday night, right? Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if if things don't dramatically shift in percentage points, um, well, in, in ratios, I should say, with the, the ballots coming in, mm-hmm. uh, today was a short amount because of the fucking, what, anthrax shit? Yeah. <laughs> My God. Sure, we we got to close out on that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so t- tomorrow should be uh, a regular full amount of ballots uh, being counted. And if we don't see something that looks more like a reverse, like 60-40 split with the progressive candidates starting tomorrow and Friday, it- it's it's going to be tough for these candidates to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, I think there's like about like half half the ballots left to count or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how much is still out, but uh, yeah, probably I, a lot. I, I, I either way, probably a lot still. Either way, um, I hate to say it, the Seattle Times take your victory lap. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting your counsel, Danny um, Westnut, baby. Danny yeah. Westnut. Danny. Has he ever been on? Uh, you know, only in spirit. In uh, spirit. We, um, <laughs> involuntarily unbeknownst to him he's been on many of times <laughs> i keep trying to get him to come on or just hang out with me but still waiting for a reply yeah. i've applied for the seattle editorial board two times I've, <laughs> I've never gotten an interview have you tried giving yourself a head injury first <laughs> have you tried helps. paying for danny westnet's breakfast maybe that would help <laughs> it honestly probably would <laughs> I, but yeah i just pray that he just knows i applied and i tried <laughs> the fact that i mean it would be very funny if danny wasn't just like sees your name like twice and like had to press like the red button you know like <laughs> knows in his heart that like you took the time to submit the application hell that, yeah that's pretty funny you know what <laughs> today i learned that you actually apply to be on the board i thought you'd get like appointed you know i thought it's like a like a corporate oh, yeah. board no where, it's like, like a full-on job just job yeah. application Okay, interesting. I did find out that once a month, though, you have to, like, the board releases a piece that is signed off as the whole board, and, like, you have to just, you know... You have to put your name on that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're not you're not swaying anyone's opinions on that board, I'll tell you that. No, no. Well, you look, you know, those, those board editorials, they, like, come out of the sewer from, like, a wet fish hand, you know, and they go straight <laughs> to print from there, and you just got to put your name on it. That's all there is. <laughs> well, uh, you know, okay, look, the, the council sucks, whatever. Uh, let's get to the thing that really matters. It's 2003 all over again, baby. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing it all. We're doing it all again, including mailing envelopes of white powder to government offices. Oh, yes. God. Multiple uh, vote counting offices had to close because uh, two different ones had to close because of envelopes of white powder in them. Uh, what do you guys make of this? Uh, are, are we just doing it again? Uh, is the Bush era just starting back? <laughs> it's just going to do the whole Bush presidency again. The, the, like Biden's doing Bush. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's like uh, synthesizing Bush in a way, you know? Like War on drugs a, is back. War on drugs yeah. is back. Um, and and a, a deeply illegal and unpopular war is back uh, in the Middle East. 
Yeah. Um, the everybody genocide hates is back. It says I don't listen to the focus groups. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genocide's trendy again. Genocide is like totally hip. Um, the Bur- media Bernie is, has uh, lost his mind. Yeah, Bernie <laughs> lost his complete marbles and is like just a Zionist now. I guess. Uh, like, okay. <laughs> he is like eighty. Has anybody checked in on his mental health? Who knows? Democrats like Hillary again. <laughs> hey, look, why is she uh, doing this tour why, what is going on uh, why is she doing this like anti-Hamas tour I think she's just trying to get my vote in the 2024 election and you know what I'm going to write it in uh, if we vote for her she will win guys alright she can win if we you know vote what? for her Dems really uh, hated it when I didn't vote for Hillary so you know what the time <laughs> is now in 2024 I will write in Hillary Clinton and mm-hmm. I'll vote for a, I'll vote for a woman this time, and there's <laughs> well, nothing there, that they there, can say to me. I, I know we're we're out of time, but Biden is looking for a new running mate. That's what the rumors are. Oh, he's shit. gonna sack Kamala. Can he nah. find a running mate more uh, despised with less juice than Kamala Harris and bring on my, Hillary? That'd be my, I mean, like Hillary's the only candidate that has less juice than Kamala. Like, yeah. come Let's, on. At Let's least Kamala's like pilled up, you know. At least like Kamala's on the benzos, you know. <laughs> like that—that's pretty cool to have a VP just like yopped up on you know Valium all day. Like, <laughs> I mean, you guys ready for my prediction? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Running mate, Patty Murray. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, my god. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Pramila. Pramila takes Patty's Senate seat. <laughs> okay. My former okay. boss, Pramila, shout out. Yeah, you're shout mm-hmm. out. Okay, shout out. <laughs> yeah. and, and her husband. Especially her husband. Yep. And uh her husband's a big fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> husband's probably listening right now. Yeah. Just for some context and not make it weird, he fired me in a McDonald's. Um, <laughs> he told you no cheese on the burgers. Sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh he told me not to threaten the movement. And uh, <laughs> yeah, by unionizing, by the way. But, <laughs> and uh, and Macklemore goes for her seat. You heard it here first, baby. Okay, yes, okay. Yes. All right, I like this. I, I like, like this that. layout of events. All it right. would be really funny go- for Biden to just replace Kamala with like uh, like the oldest white woman imaginable <laughs> from like the from like the whitest the state, state imaginable. That's ever yeah. <laughs> Well, the three names that's been floating around have been all women, which has, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's interesting. It's it's Kamala, of course, and it's Hillary and it's Michelle Obama. Well, hey, Michelle's never going to take it because her and Barry got the bag, which is all they ever wanted. Right. They're yeah, richer than right. God. That They're fine. Mm-hmm. They Hillary their, will, yeah, right. Exactly. Hillary will take it because her media tour is actually because she's deeply uh she's a woman who harbors a grudge and she saw obama get all that media money and media fame post-presidency and she's been trying to do that for herself right to turn herself into that kind of brand and she just can't like nobody's gonna write her the check netflix wrote obama right and that must burn her up inside so no i mean like she's she's condemned to interviewing 
ancient French clowns uh, <laughs> yeah, on right. like the Apple TV streaming service. Yeah, One of my favorite like, like moments of TV of all time is when she has I to be that. like, mm, interesting. Yeah. While like a, a hundred year old clown is like uh, just like mumbling about like the <laughs> yeah, art of clowning. Yeah, there's, there's a sad clown, but there's also the depressed <laughs> clown. But She's yeah, like, Wow, that that takes some guts. But the thing is, it's like, okay, look, nobody's watching Obama's shit either on Netflix, but it's on a thing people have, right? Yeah. Like, you only yeah. have Apple TV <laughs> if it came with your phone. Like, you, you had no or if choice. You're like a, or if you're like a soccer fan or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like that U2 album. Like, nobody actually bought it. Yeah, it just shows right, up on right. your device and you just have it. Like, you know, but nobody wanted it right and like i said I, th- I think she's just burning up about that shit that's why she could never be vp because you know that would be another second place trophy just yeah. can't have it man no exactly yeah can i read you guys the odds of uh biden's running mates real quick please yeah let's, let's hear, hear this let's, let's, let's hear, hear this favorited of course is kamala harris uh okay. minus 175 Okay, no, well, that's not that much. That's not a yeah. great you, you odds, bet to be one, honest. You gotta bet one seventy five to win a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's like not I mean, I I I was I was expecting like minus four hundred or something on that. That's yeah, kinda, like for the for the champ, you know, you'd expect higher yeah, odds. Yeah, you would expect you know? like higher odds. I'm telling you, people are doubting if if yeah. this is the move or not. Like in a close football game, like usually the favorite in a very close football game, let's say like the Bengals versus the Bills, like the Bengals might have minus one twenty five where the, you know, the Bills might have like plus a hundred or something, you know, like that's like a close that's a close match for, you know, odds. Uh, The second best odds or. Yeah, I guess that's what you say. Is Susan Rice? You guys know her, the director um, of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. our domestic policy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna read all of these because, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah. I Tammy mean, Duckworth. A, wait, what, what was the odds though? What, what were the odds? Oh, Susan is plus uh, three thirty three. Okay. They're saying twenty three percent. They're saying Ka- okay, Kamala wow. on this betting site only is sixty three percent. Dude, that's terrible. It plus three three. That means that if you like bet a hundred dollars, you'll get three hundred and thirty three back. Um, that's like not like for a running mate to be uh replaced mid mid season like that. That's yeah. like pretty. I mean, to put your money on that and only get like a you know three x return. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm going with Kamala on this one. Uh, I think I think she sticks in there. Karen Bass, mayor of L.A., plus one thousand odds. You don't want to take that. Plus no, no, Alman. no. See, mayor of America's two cities mayor. are dead end jobs. So New York City and if you're, L.A. If you're, you're going LA nowhere. Mayor, you're literally yeah. staying as mayor, and or you're just like retiring after. There's no path after you're mayor of either. Yeah. Like, well, Tammy Duckworth, what, what, disabled what is Bill veteran. de Blasio doing right now, bro? <laughs> Tammy Duckworth plus 1300, Elizabeth Warren plus 1400. And here are my favorites by low picks Michelle Obama plus 2500. Wow. 3.8%. Yeah. yeah. 
Now, now we're getting into the to the uncut gems territory. Hillary Clinton is now officially added to this betting. Site. Okay, so she wasn't okay. even considered before. She wasn't, okay. but now she is plus thirty three hundred odds. She has jumped up to a staggering two point nine percent. Yeah. Okay. So look, HRC. I, okay. okay. So the obvious safe vote is Kamala, right? But okay, guys, we're uncut gems, right? We're we're. We're already out a ton of money. We have bookies all over town. We gotta, we gotta take this, uh, <laughs> this, this podcast money. And we gotta turn it into something big. Who, who are you taking? We'll go one by one. Uh, Day, who are you taking on this poll? This may seem obvious, but I am a degenerate in, in sports gambling as well. And my my <laughs> rule of thumb is, you can't. You have to bet for teams that you believe actually want to win. Yeah. yeah, it's it sounds right. like common right. sense, but like yeah. clearly you're not betting on the Mariners because they don't really want to win. You know, yeah. even if they have the team, even if they have the talent, yeah, they yeah. don't yes. want. A to lot win. of people were like, "Why did you pick the Rangers? Why?" Because I, you know, I famously picked the Rangers to win the World Series, won some money, betted <laughs> in April, <laughs> and the whole reason why they clearly. Bag desperately wanted to win and, and that's a big factor and i think for this that's why i can't pick someone like michelle obama because i just i agree i yeah. don't think she really wants it yeah she's but got you know the bag she's and why would she why would yeah, she what is the president presidency or vice presidency to her right yeah yeah unless she wants to be president that. one day yeah she's completely she, above that she's above it she's a celebrity yeah she's number that's the number one job in america so she's got it yeah well the rock wanted to do it and he's the highest paid actor <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that's that's gone down. I mean, his relationship with uh, Warner Brothers, that's that's a whole podcast in itself. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. There's a falling out. Yeah. Big time. Well, well, so that's that's why my pick is it's Hillary. Nobody Hillary, wants okay. it more than her. Mm. Nobody wants mm. it more than her. Okay. Okay. So you got one she, for Hillary. Mm. What, she wants it bad. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where are you at, Munya? Who you got? Look, man, this is this is what I say. Um, Sleepy Joe is Sleepy Joe. We're 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 thinking like Joe Biden is like Frank Underwood, you know, like this like uh, backstabbing, like cunning, sharp politician who like takes no names and numbers, like. No, bro. Th- but he's this actually guy- like Frank Underwood, and those fingers are sticky with sauce. Yeah, <laughs> he's Frank Underwood, and his like fingers have barbecue sauce all over them. You know, like th- this is this is a guy who is like really close to pulling a Mitch McConnell every time he gets onto a podium. You know. <laughs> Um, yep. barbecue sauce, <laughs> Freddie. I need a Freddie. I need a second rack of ribs, a- <laughs> dude. Freddie Hayes was the best good. character in that whole franchise. <laughs> He's just like in like a, like a, a dive barbecue. He's like, Freddie, this is some damn good beef. Uh, I gotta tell you, Freddie. <laughs> he's eating at like six thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's just like complete psychopath. He like almost lets the n word slip, like with his southern accent. He's like, nah. They said it's okay. <laughs> he's, like, oh. he's like, whoa. I mean, Freddie gave me the hood pass. <laughs> I'm invited to the cookout. Can't you see? Um, I would put if I think minus one seventy five is like far too low. Uh, of odds for Kamala. I think that Sleepy Joe 
gets carried by the Democratic black vote, which is tragic and can be its own podcast in itself. But I think that like his base generally is like and the Democratic Party's base in general is like black America. And um, Kamala was a clear like concession, I think, to that. Um, And so to risk maybe the only base that he has left, because obviously uh, like Arab and Muslim Americans are like uh, not going to fucking vote for this guy uh, in 2024. Like that's just like a lock, <laughs> right? <why>? Like, yeah. <laughs> like um, a bunch of anti-Zionist Jews aren't, um, you know, uh, a bunch of like the left really is not going to be browbeaten into voting for this guy. Like really like dedicated, loyal, uh, like black voters might be his last beacon. So I would be dumping money into Kamala because those odds of like putting in like 175 and getting a hundred uh, extra back um, is far too low for what I think Sleepy Joe would make an obvious decision of um, a loon lame like VP who has like the uh, identity clout who doesn't actually make or influence any decision is not crucially not getting in the way of anything. Like, this is the thing. Like, if you swap people when they're actually disrupting something, what is she, what is mm. she actually doing that's, like, uh, you know, uh, stonewalling the administration to do anything that they want, right? She has not <laughs> been a vote. She has not even, like, been symbolically uh, opposing anything the Biden administration has been doing. So, you know, it's kind of like having a bad player on your team, but you still be winning games all the time, and they're not really doing bad enough that you're losing games. It's like, well, we're still winning. We still yeah, got an undefeated better, record. Better the devil, you know. You don't want to. You don't yeah, mess up. Yeah, right, uh, right. Why would you want to bring in chemistry. some? Con- why would you want to bring in some conniving like politician, like Hillary, some like begrudging person who like wants to be at the top and wants to take everyone down with it? Like, why would you want that in your administration? You know, yeah. like. Well, it's like uh, when the Browns brought in OBJ, and everything seems like it makes sense. Like we brought in a clear cut number one receiver. But it just didn't work. Like, for whatever reason, like, the chemistry wasn't there. And <laughs> that, you know, do you test that, right? Well, Monia, you're going for the easy money. But I'm going for it's the easy. big money. And I think this one could work. This is my, this is how I'm laying it out. Okay. Biden surrounds himself with regular Democrat loser consultants, right? The little Will Stancils of the world. They're yeah. going to go to Biden and they're going to tell him, look, you've lost some of these votes. The people who don't understand because they're getting evicted, how good they have it. The people, <laughs> the the Arab people, they're a vote that doesn't understand how good they have it with you. You know, sure, they're trading a little genocide of their people, but, you know, who cares, right? <laughs> like, you know, those little guys are going to come out of the woodwork and they're going to be like, look, Biden, we got to give a, uh, a little bit. We got to give a little bit to get a little in return. What about this? Elizabeth Warren. And they're going to be like, this is our stop to the left. But in Biden's brain, it's permanently 1975. And he's going to hear Elizabeth Warren. He's going to go, yes, a staunch Republican on the ticket with me. The perfect bipartisan consensus. From the Heritage Foundation. (laughs) (laughs) Another young young whippersnapper, but on the other side of the aisle. Uh, This is just like my friendship with Jesse Helms. You're totally uh, right. And he's going to trick himself into putting Liz Warren on the ticket. And uh, Donald Trump wins, uh, the first president to win 50 states. (laughs) <laughs> after this, this team up 
Biden totally would think like he's doing a bipartisanship by putting like Liz Warren, the Republican, on the uh, on the VP ticket. That's you, you like just, you just convinced you be, me. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> All right. That's the thing. There, at the end of the day, the Democratic Party is like Will Stansel. Like that's who's yeah, in yeah. these guys' ear all the time, right? Yep. Like, the, I'm, con- and, I'm convinced Amy's gonna win now because of your <laughs> my analysis. <laughs> <laughs> he actually needs that Minnesota senator, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you. Know, he lost those swing states, Michigan, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. It, it's uh yeah, I think yeah, it's I changed my pick. He 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 won in kind of a weird way, you know? Like yeah. he got mm-hmm. like Georgia but like lost like pretty like well, key battleground states. If you think about like the Arab vote in Minneapolis, their vote in in Michigan, right in Dearborn and Detroit right, yeah. and stuff like that. Like those are gonna be tough. <laughs> those gonna be pretty that's, fucking hard states tough, to win, man. man. Which is really why tough. I think he's picking Amy because of those reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's yeah. so popular in Minnesota. Munya, yeah. to your point though, I I think you're right that he has to not piss off the black dem vote. But sixty percent of this top ten lists are black women. Yeah, yeah, Although- that's true. Biden, you know, he's also one of those new Democrats that was that basically took the stance of like, who else are black people going to vote for? Right. What choice do they have? You can yeah. do whatever. So we'll see. But uh, I don't know. And I uh, mean, you know, black people keep proving them right. Unfortunately, like they're pretty damn loyal to that party. Like we are like it, it's it's a it's a shame. But what are you going to do? Right. It's a, it's it's a it's a in hard the, place to be in a two party system. One of the interesting things <laughs> in the 2020 election, which it's hard to take anything out of because it was a weird election or weird circumstances, is it was not a big shift. But there were like a noticeable like few percentage points of particularly younger black voters who did vote for Trump. And I actually don't think that the Democrats can hold that stranglehold over the black it community. Went, it went forever. ninety it like, went from like ninety percent to like yeah. eighty seven. And um that might sound small, but it's like if you're losing that base. Yeah. A base that basically had to vote for you, and they literally shifted to vote for the white supremacist party, like yeah, the, the open, party like, that like clam party openly like. wants to like kill them. <laughs> yeah, it's that's uh, it's that's pretty damning. If you're noticeable. not getting like ninety nine percent of that vote, like that's pretty damning. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what this is, is a serious question. Could Obama Barack become the vice president? yeah i mean yeah, he can yeah. become the president because yeah. it's not subs- it's not um back-to-back terms yeah well he so can't he do it like he, lula did you know no, he like, can't do three terms in general though as president i just think they're subsequent really i think he, I think oh. he can come back i think he can come, he back. come back but he also could be vp but the point is he doesn't he got what he wanted he's the ce- he's a celebrity the I real just think question that's is the only way obama uh biden wins is that he just like brings Obama back? Oh, because <laughs> I think I mean Obama Biden. VP, the only reason why Biden's president whatever, is because right? of Obama. Yeah. Like if yeah. Obama just didn't pick like the lamest fucking like uh, conservative Democrat uh, to like you know make him seem palatable to middle America, you know, like which was Biden, like yeah. he would not be president right now. 
Like, no, he just because he was the most racist name on the he list. Was just was, like the that racist. wasn't Hillary Clinton because he hated Hillary Clinton. Biden <laughs> like got like what like three percent of the two thousand and eight primary vote. Like a complete yeah. loser uh, oh, yeah. in the primary, and it was like actually comical when he announced that like Biden was like his running mate. Um, but yeah, it was like a basically a ploy to be like, hey, no, like I can be racist too. Uh, let me yeah, be clear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're racist, you're okay with uh, me. If you're racist, uh, <laughs> you could keep it. Well, <laughs> Michelle like will seal the deal for Michigan, and Amy would seal the deal for Minnesota, and Obama will seal the deal for the country. What mm. if? Okay, what mm-hmm. if he chooses? Okay, now hear this. Hear this out. He, this is a a three you know coordinate choice here, right? He picks Kamala, Amy, and Elizabeth Warren, and he calls them Joe's Angels, and they're combined his VP. You know what? You know what I love about all of this is that not once have we mentioned Mayor Pete because that loser is not getting close. He was actually shit. on another gambling site, and I just refuse to use that one. It's just not no, happening. That's it's not just a not happening. Site. No, that's not. That's not a serious, no, that's site. Not, that's not a serious third, site. Third highest odds. Now, cut, get the fuck out of here. Mayor Insane. Pete has way too much. Uh, we know people with that much ambition, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you have that much ambition, you get humble really quickly. No one mm-hmm. wants that energy in your cabinet. Well, the, the right? stink is all over you. And it's, yeah, they, they literally it, it smells. Sent- I think you mentioned this in the chat video, but they literally sent him to Kiev. That's how you know he's done. Like they sent him to He's Kiev. over. He's they, he's talking to Zelensky, dude. Oh, oh talk- my god, you just spoiled it. I was gonna say, what about Zelensky? <laughs> uh, he's gonna need to get out of that country. Like he just he, yeah, he is gonna get got very soon. Yeah, I, I think, wonder. Like. I wonder after arming all those insane Nazi groups and like pushing them Empowering up as the heroes them, yeah. of Ukraine and empowering. Yeah. I wonder what's gonna happen when this whole thing fucking falls flat on its face and this turns out to be a huge disaster <laughs> and the Jewish comedian was the guy in charge. I wonder who yeah. they're going to blame. Who do you think the Azov Battalion is going to think stabbed them in the back on this yeah, one? Yeah, right. I mean, like that guy needs a tunnel out of Ukraine and a flight to the other side of the world. No, he, he should he be like the VP to protect to, him. Like, but, uh, come to DC, bro. Because, uh, you uh, also have to be a naturalized born citizen. Sorry, They should they, ship they him were, off to. He's so fucked. They were <laughs> testing Gavin Newsom for a couple weeks. I don't so know if you I, noticed that. I was uh, I was surprised yeah. that Gavin wasn't on um wasn't on the betting sites because betting sites for a while had Gavin mm-hmm. like at least in second to Kamala. Like yeah, Gruce, Gavin, Gruce Gavin Newsom was like Gruesome Newsom was the like hyped as like maybe he'd run against biden as a primary challenger <laughs> well like, that's how is, serious people were about well, well, pick, Newsom. but picking up kamala though like people are like picking up kamala might cause him to lose california picking up Newsom would cause him to lose california like yeah. california would go yeah. republican i just realized <laughs> i just realized something yeah i know who it's gonna be Oh, um, who? Who is it? Who we got? It's why he's been acting like this. Bernie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
dude, I just had a fucking mind blown moment. Biden's just like, we need more 80 year olds in this building. (laughs) Combined age of 327. (laughs) No, how fucking wild would that be? Dude. That'd be amazing. It would would explain his behavior. It'd be awesome if he did it by saying we need more. We need to get rid of the kids in this building. We need some more serious adults. Everybody's got to be 83 or older. Bernie Sanders has a 25% less chance than Mark Cuban. (laughs) It would be funny if Biden was like, you know, there's just something about Bernie Sanders that I just trust more about him. You know, I, I can't, I can't put my finger on it, but compared to Kamala, there's just, you know, I, I trust him more. And just whenever I look at him, is just. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, any, what are the chances of Cornell? Uh, in any capacity, zero. Chances of zero. Cornell, what, like you know, uh, getting higher than um, what's the green lady? Oh um, shit, Jill Scott. Uh, no, uh, Jill, Stein. Jill Stein. Jill Stein. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Jill Stein is gonna. Uh, no, dude, no oh. way. No I way. Think, I think he no does way. better than Jill Stein. Who does better, Cornell or Vivek? Uh, well, uh, would Vivek uh, run a third-party campaign? I don't think so, right? Like, I hypothetically? Think- I mean, hypothetically, Vivek has a lot more media coverage than Cornell. Like, who outside of academia and, like, you know, um, is, and, like, would, left spaces no Cornell? Who would vote for Vivek that wouldn't vote for Trump? Right. That's, like given yeah. the choice. Right. Which Vivek, is what we're talking okay. about. A third party run. So given the choice, they're voting Trump. I mean, come on. No, they're obviously voting Trump. So that's a good point. I think that um, Vivek is an experiment by the RNC to see how far they can push like extreme discourse in on the right. Like they're kind of like just doing it feels like this kind of like um this kind of like alt right chat bot that they created with Vivek because mm-hmm. like. I don't think he's really serious about winning uh, the primary, but I think that he's doing uh, Republicans like a big favor in shifting the discourse so far to the right that like what is acceptable to even say at that point is just changed fundamentally. Last time they uh, experimented, they accidentally won. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing. But the thing is, so Rufo and all his moron friends basically were the ones running the 2022 uh, midterm campaigns and they got wiped. I mean, compared to what they should have won, they got wiped. And I think Vivek is, I would, I'd be curious who his consultants are, but I think it's those guys trying to like reclaim and be like, no, this works like this bullshit yeah, works. Right. You know, it doesn't just make everybody think we're increasingly weird and it only worked with Donald Trump because you know whether you like him or not, he is funny, and he was on TV. He's funny, so. and he's a TV celebrity. Yeah, he's like, a that's the thing that they kind of miss. He's funny, and he's also for all the crazy things he says, he's more normal than your average Republican. Like the crazy shit he says is like, you know, all like Condé Nast treated me nasty at a party or whatever. <laughs> like you know, Ooh. like like uh, Jennifer uh, Aniston's uh, yeah. uh, outfit at the Getty Images Gala was not looking that good, honey. Is that looking Those good? Those shoes did not look good with that dress, honey. Which still puts him like 
pretty firmly in like the normal category in America, <laughs> like toward the edge, but in the normal category. The problem is all the stuff about like going on and on about top surgeries and shit. Like people, I think people do no, genuinely I mean, find that like, weird. They're like, I don't want to think about this and talk about weird. this. Like, like we got to look at every kid's like crotch before they can play soft. We like every adult gets to look at do genital inspections of every kid of every team it's like in kindergarten somebody... sex ed we have to show graphic uh videos of top surgery uh yeah. like <laughs> we have to expose our kids to this to show the the <laughs> depravity of of the trans virus yeah. like that that's not like no normal like suburban republican like mom is gonna be like yeah yeah you yeah. know like... well, i think they look at that stuff and it doesn't get their blood boiling it just gets them going what the fuck is like, this ew. like it's like they've got to some weird like, part of the internet shivers, you, know? you know yeah, yeah. exactly and so i think like the republicans the weirdos like rufo they have to tone down their personal pedophilia like that's got this isn't great britain yeah like you gotta tone that shit way the fuck down it, it, it would play in britain and that's why yeah, britain well. is like one of the countries that is like more depraved than america arguably <laughs> uh, yeah they would just be know. standard tories but like yeah. i don't think americans are quite ready for that level of just, yeah quite ready for the their their Tory arc. <laughs> Did you guys know that the Republican debate was tonight? I mean, if Trump's uh, not in it, though, who cares? Like the man, he's, I did, he's the I candidate. did not know. Like, um, oh, he wasn't no. in it. No, 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 he hasn't done any of them. No, like it's a bunch yeah. of losers who are in it. I think there was like yeah. five people. It was like Nikki Haley, Vivek. Um, Vivek said today, like he said, Democrats need to stop pretending that Biden's going to be the nominee. And <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, and I think that like Vivek's grandstanding is mainly because Trump's not there. He's like filling the vacuum. Yeah, he's, he's trying to like but, fill the void. Yeah. But he's too, he, he's too online though. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, this too is the problem with him. Yeah. And the second Trump shows up, like he'll blow that away. Cause he'll just walk in there and he'd be like, Vivek's wife. I saw her. She doesn't look good. She's a bitch. <laughs> like that. And that'll end it. That'll like end Vivek. Just like it ended Ted Cruz. Just like, you know. Like, yeah, so. What can I say? Her wife looks the other direction. She's disgusted by his presence, folks. She's I know. Disgusting. I don't know what to tell you. She's yeah. a disgusting, nasty woman. So, yeah, I, you know. I, I think the Republicans are done for. The only, the, as far as like, it's Trump. I don't know what they're even playing It's Trump. At. It's like, obviously the, Trump. But the third party thing's interesting because Jill Stein will get people who won't vote for the Democrats or won't vote for the Republicans. Is Jill and Ste- Cornell J- has J- that same. I don't Cor- know if she's Cornell, running even right now. Cornell Who's will definitely be right like now? the protest vote. What I don't understand about Cornell is why he's being so lukewarm on Palestine. Like this is your opportunity to be as hard you're running third party bro yeah like you're not you're not a democrat you can you your job is to kind of do crankery right like yeah. your job he actually is to, thinks he can win yeah it, it's ridiculous yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous like I don't, I don't know what cornell's doing it's insane. what are you what is he even doing at that point if you're if he's like behaving like he's the democratic favorite to win you know yeah what power lever is stopping you from just saying based stuff like at least let yeah. like you know let people who are doing protest votes why you are like you know it's a very vast minority of people who even know third party candidates are running right like it's yeah. like it's for freaks like us basically who like follow this shit who like care enough to like send a message by like not voting for Biden right you yeah. might as well just go all the way 
what's stopping mm-hmm. you, man? Like th- th- that's yeah. what's so baffling is that he's actually treating this like this is like some like serious, uh, viable thing that he needs to like, uh, you know, have every every side, every leveler, uh, labor and capital be happy. It's like, bro, I'm sorry, you're you're not the centrist Dem candidate, dog. Like, well, if you think about it, like, so, this ain't you. So when Ross Perot did his like third party run in 92 and again in 96 right he got the highest percentage of any third party candidate <laughs> big dating back to uh oh god probably uh what's his face uh deb's like he's like yeah, the Eugene, deb's only person since i forgot more yeah like, but ross hey Perot happy was- happy belated birthday eugene v deb's there you go but, yeah. but ross perot like he went full crazy on the campaign and that's what you have to do to get that three yeah. percent of the vote or whatever yeah, you gotta you, you gotta lose you your need to rile up the fucking freaks the yeah. the three percent of freaks who like care about yeah this he shit. was out there he was like pulling out like charts on tripods like fucking a dimitri martin routine he was like <laughs> telling people that like grimace told him that there's still like american pow's in vietnam and that he's gonna send a, a crack set of 80 com- year old commandos to go get them like the man was like losing his gourd losing it losing his shit and he looked like a cartoon character he sounded like a fucking cartoon character his vp candidate kept saying i can't hear it when people would ask him questions he'd just say i can't hear because i'm missing my hearing aid and then he would just fall <laughs> off the stage like <laughs> that's that's the level you got to go to cornell yeah that's Cor- the level that's the level rank it up crank, crank it, it up. up yeah turn we gotta that get him on up. an episode of cut you know play some fear pong <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. 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 <laughs> like a Logan Paul collab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's which, every what, day, is it Logan bro. Paul that does the fight that does the MMA? Like go and fight him at MMA. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Go, go do like a celebrity yeah. boxing match or some shit. Yeah. Dude, you know how none of us knew that the debate was going on today, the Republican one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vivek was asked, like, hey, so why why you and not the former president, aka Trump? And he just goes on about how the Republican Party is boring now and it's like it's a cancer and like look who's like running it and it's an embarrassment. And he's like, look at who's moderating this debate. It's you. It should have been Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan or Elon Musk. We would have had 10 times the viewership. (laughs) Holy fuck. I mean, this guy is just the moderator. (laughs) <laughs> regurgitating i mean i think he's just like representing like um he's an actor 4chan, right? like yeah. the f- nah. like, f- like th- this is just like what right wing twitter says like i think he's like literally like going on right wing twitter and like looking at like mm. like based pepe yeah. uh based pepe like um you know nationalist who yeah. is saying the exact same thing like th- the most corny thing about him, I think, is that how just unoriginal, uh, like yeah. these thoughts are. Well, also like just wrong because <laughs> the thing is like Tucker Carlson went to Twitter and now nobody knows his name anymore. Like, when was the last time you heard like Tucker? I mean, and that's the thing is like he doesn't get it. Like he doesn't understand that internet shit is internet shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The the core, which Trump understood, the core of the Republican base is network TV. All yeah. right, the kind of people who watch a lot of network TV, like that's who you gotta win, and that's who you win I'm by. Sorry. Based Pepe did not make Trump win, as much as like the media narrative like Lauren to tell Culp you. Lauren Cope is not our governor. 
That's exactly. not our <laughs> governor, bro. Like he doesn't even have a job. <laughs> there are still like holdouts that are like, uh, that vote was rigged. And it's like, you know, it, it, that would make more sense if he didn't lose by an enormous march. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many fake votes do you think there were? <laughs> like, crank it shit. up, baby. Crank it up. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit all right we gotta call it there all right this has been an amazing election spectacular day thanks so much for coming on i don't know what you're taking away from it but we had a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was like we're having a blast you know. do you have any uh plugs you want to make what you what are you up to um, I, I just mentioned that I just did a sit down with Shama piece for the South Seattle Emerald. I, I think we're talking. I think we we might do something more consistent or I might with, with mm-hmm. the Emerald. I like that expose sit down. Maybe mm. next will be Macklemore, future oh, congressman. I, I Wait, tap can into dream. that instantly. Can we just keep it all about his golf gear? All right. I just want to know all about his golf line. I just, I got to know. Yeah. Yeah. Where did I, where did I, where did bogey boys go? You know, exactly. <laughs> man, I'm a, you know, after that interview, you might see me show up back on this pod fully dripped out in bogey. In bogey. <laughs> <laughs> then we have to introduce you as one of the bogey boys. Yeah, right. I take gifts. <laughs> gifts will get you everywhere. Published vice writer, uh, cut host, <laughs> bogey boy. <laughs> all has journalism in the is Atlantic. Uh, <laughs> all journalism is fucking uh, sponsored now, unfortunately. Yeah, so. yeah right. Yeah, pretty right. much. <laughs> all right, here we, uh, we we just revived activist class. Okay, uh, there we go. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I, I think we're aiming for like twice a month. All nice. right. Yeah, nice. and so we have a couple of uh, episodes coming out in the near future. So tune in for that. And yeah, other than that, uh, glad you guys are back. All right. Yeah. Hey, you, you want some advice uh, podcast to podcast? Take that crankery. Turn it up. Turn, turn it, it up. up. This is what we're this, this, crank this. that. <laughs> crank it up. All right. <laughs> Take whatever point you want to make and then just push it up 50 points. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Who gave you the secret messages? Who <laughs> they told you? <laughs> Something that comes to you in a dream, just let it fly on the mic, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> but no that's great activist class coming back when did, yeah, when's, that's uh, awesome, man. yeah when's it when, when did you have when does an episode drop it when can, when can we hear this uh that's a great question we just dropped one a couple weeks ago talking about spd and that was when all the body cam stuff was coming out we have one coming right up on um local news like why when did it turn so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> and if it was always this shitty, you know, um, and, and just like media literacy, man, it, it's we live in a a time oh, where man. it's really hard. I'll, so, I'll, t- I'll tell you yeah. a slightly embarrassing story if you want to use it for your local news uh, bit. But all the way back in the year 2000, a very young 18 year old Brian was dragged because there was a girl he liked 
to a Ralph Nader event. Speaking Ooh. of third party candidates, oh, perpetual man. third party candidates. Brian, this is where- not only down bad. This is this is down historical. <laughs> this is down. This is down prehistoric. Well, I'll this is you, down even, medieval. What's even more embarrassing about this whole thing is I was not a particularly political person, right? Because uh, it's an eighteen-year-old just trying to, you know, whatever. But like, um, at the at the mm, thing, at the fuck. little rally or whatever. Well, I wasn't gonna say, it, but at the rally, Vader <laughs> um, literally did like opened with like a fifteen-minute '80s comedian bit about the local news. He was like. <laughs> What's with the local news? It's like uh, 20 minutes of weather and uh, 20 minutes of sports. And, uh, you know, like, oh, now we're back to the weather, you know? And it's like literally like a bad comedian's like bit. But young me, I was like, you know, not having grown up at the same time. I had not heard media criticism before. So I was like, oh, fuck, dude. He's damn, got a point. dude. You and, thought he was like Noam Chomsky? He was like, Yeah, damn. and right there. I was like, he was my Mal, and I was on the long march right there. You were, you were waving the little the red first, book. The first at, step at of the parents. long march. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently local news has been bad for a while, I guess is the point. But yeah, oh holy shit. Uh, I did not... Uh, I did not succeed <laughs> with, with the ultimate goal. <laughs> but We've I did vote for We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did vote for Nader, which my dad still blames me to this day that I elected. Well, George I was about w. to say that you know that um, that stand-up comedy monologue um, got uh, Bush elected. So um, I, I hope you feel good about yourself. Brian. Texas famously Bush won Fa- Texas famously, by one vote. <laughs> Bush won it by a hair, and if it wasn't for you <laughs> in San Antonio, Texas, trying to get some some tail from yep. from a Ralph Nader supporter, you know who try, knows? Trying to pick up my ballot and sh- like, can she see? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ho- hope she sees this. It's like it's okay. like you're like walking over to the ballot box, and you're like, hey, uh, you want to like uh, you want to go uh, vote together? You want to just like come into my to my booth real quick you know uh, <laughs> you like t- you tap his name like multiple times just so you can see like the box light up like, <laughs> i've been watching a lot of george bush content <laughs> i hope it's i hope it's all post-presidency Dude, i'm telling you no it's it's all of the above what a fucking insane human being Oh yeah, <laughs> just well when people like were lamenting about Trump, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we never I, elected a like type when, of character like, like this. The discourse of Bush was so valid back then because they were treating Bush as if he was like the dumbest motherfucker alive. And then when you look back at the mm-hmm. tape, it's like, oh no, he was like yeah. literally yeah, so yeah. fucking. No, that's dumb. why I'm watching the clips. It's, it's so like, cra- it's this like crazy. Guy is bad. He was like, he was bad. No, he was like an embarrassment in the same way that Trump was an embarrassment, like to decorum, to like, you know, the the Republican standards, you know, like uh, like what we expect from like a presidential person. Like like he he was like absurd. To and it was clear his dad knew he was a dumbass, too. Oh, right. apparently he was like the hated child. Uh, Jeb was much more the favorite. He was like he was like the Chet know. Hanks, you know. Yeah. He was like the Chet Hanks of the Bush. He family. was the fuck up. Well, he's the yeah. fuck up by far. And that's yeah. why. It, and that's how bad and dumb he was. Jeb Bush had no chance, and he was clearly the smarter brother. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But but people were like, nope, we're not falling for that again. We're not, yeah. <laughs> These Bush no. kids are fuck that. <laughs> well, uh, you know, word of warning, uh, in the actual time period of the Bush administration, the libs could not have hated that man more. I mean, the the they burned with the fire of a thousand sides about how much they hated George W. Bush, mainly for all the same bullshit they hated Trump for, which was like decorum stuff as opposed yeah, to the yeah. genocide <laughs> right, shit. Right. But like, um, yeah. but uh, that's Donald Trump's future too. They all love, they all love George W. Bush now. And when we elect grimace in eight years or whatever, uh, they'll all love Trump. They're going to be become talk, return guys. Yeah. They'll be like, why can't the Republican party go back to normalcy and decency? Honor, like under honor Donald and Trump? decency. Yeah. With Bush, by the way, it was, why can't we, the Republican party go back to normalcy? and decency like Reagan. ronald reagan yeah <laughs> which, which you is want to another watch some fucking amazing clown. videos ronald reagan talking is one of the funniest things you can watch on, on tv ronald it's reagan's amazing. second term is like yeah. the funniest Oof. shit in oh. the world um but like yeah i mean ronald reagan a literal like um like a snitch actor who yeah. <laughs> like a literal just like <laughs> like a clown show like cold warrior like snitch actor who like you know basically like was his claim to fame was basically to just like uh be the conservative wing of the sag guild and just like out <laughs> everyone like as communists and be an fbi informant like that well, was his legacy and then like the fbi was like what if he became president though <laughs> <laughs> But when General Electric, when General Electric hired him as their spokesperson, their whole thing is the best part about Reagan is he'll literally say anything you tell him. Like the man has, there's nothing going on. Like he has no principles, no whatever, right? Ronald Reagan once said about his wife, I know she loves me, even though she thinks she doesn't. (laughs) So he's kind of like future in a way. We have the first, like, uh, yeah. you know, like future president. Yeah. There you go. Our once and future president, Ronald yeah. Reagan. Like, All if right. Ronald Reagan was, like, alive today, he would just be future. Like, just rapping about how fucked up on codeine he was and how much he hates his life, but how much tail he gets. Like, that would be him. He would be a trap rapper. Well, the the funny part was too. He just like Trump would tell like insane lies all the time about his life, but everyone just like I guess in the eighties people were just like, well, he is a hundred. Like it's like, yeah, but he also <laughs> runs the country. <laughs> just incredible shit. All right, guys. Is this we the got, longest we, episode ever? It is. We got to tie this up. It this is. is basically we're reaching Thanksgiving episode. Like, yeah, really. all right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> day thanks for coming on salute uh, day <laughs> always fun i i need to be on that boat one day though well do one mooney is in town he only comes into seattle 17 times a year but yeah. uh, yeah. one of those times <laughs> we'll all meet on the boat hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> we'll do an activist class mechanical freak Ooh, collab yeah we all holiday special wait are you guys gonna be here for thanksgiving yeah, I'll be in town. I yeah, think. I'll be in town, Brian. You, you're definitely yeah, in town. I know that you're where, not. Where fucking, would I go? Where would yeah. you go? <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't going. You ain't going to Texas. Um, you ain't <laughs> going, going to Indiana. Home, that's for goddamn sure. No, no way. Um, okay, well, you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be around. So All right, let's, let's make it uh, out. Let's Damn. make it happen. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. Bye. Get the fuck out. <laughs>